know what I really love? <laughs> the Arnie State Show. It's filthy as hell. That is bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass. Here we go. You're getting some ass. ass. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. Ah, it is Thursday. Good Friday Eve morning to the ass family out there. And welcome to another fun-filled edition of... That's right, you guessed it, the Arnie State Show. Lots and lots to talk about today. We got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy coming in uh, in about an hour or so, maybe a little bit longer than an hour. We got NFL to talk about. We only got a few college games that are worth the shit this weekend. But we got to start out with, with, with a couple of updates. But before I get to the updates, let me say good morning to everybody. Straight fire, first one here. Since Thursday morning, time to get some ass. Wifey rolls her eyes. Doug says, good morning, my people. Braddy Kid says, good morning. Well, good morning to you, Braddy Kid. I hope that you have a wonderful day. E-Rise says, good morning. Cowboys girl, good morning, ass family. Right back at you. Hot Mama says, happy Friday Eve, ass. Kyle Miller says, morning, y'all. What's up, Kyle? How you do? Hangtown Jen, morning, ass family. Hello there, Hangtown Jen. And Alicia says, morning, y'all. Happy Friday Eve. And Alicia, where is our sourdough? I've sent you the email. I, I, I don't want to hear about it anymore either. We need to get the damn sourdough started here because Texas sourdough is not as good as sourdough anywhere else. There you go. Now, got the good mornings out the way. Updates. Last night, went to dinner, went to Whataburger, having a pleasant conversation with the bratty one, and we made a little dollar bet. And I have payment right here already because i said watch this weekend we're gonna see another major airline cancel flights and delay flights why why because well the the radars are down or 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 the air traffic controllers or 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 the weather but everybody else is going to be flying fine just like southwest last week well looky here look what was on twitter this morning this is from uh, Jack Posabic, who I don't know who that is, but he's got a blue check by his name. He says, American Airlines has 216 flights canceled and 519 delayed so far today. And they canceled 19 yesterday. Rut roll. Oh, oh, oh. Do you know what this is? This is what they call in the police world the blue flu. When the police department isn't working well with the district attorney's office, oh, lo and behold, police don't show up for court hearings. This is exactly what's happening right now with the airlines with this new mandate that says all government contracted workers And companies have to have all their employees vaccinated. Last week we saw, and by the way, if you don't know this, the number is between 80 and 85% of all airline pilots, co-pilots, all of them. They're all ex-military. Not all of them. There's still about 15% that aren't ex-military. But most of them are military or ex-military, I'm sorry. And they're standing up against this tyranny. 
as they call it. I don't call it that. Um, isn't it interesting now that a second major airline is canceling flights and delaying flights because, well, they don't have the crews to fly them? Next weekend, it'll either be Delta or United. Nobody gives a fuck about Spirit Airlines. I don't even know who flies Spirit Airlines. But watch. You're going to start seeing this more. And by the way, by the way, I, I, I was on the, uh, the, the talking of the tick, and there's a guy who's on there who claims he's a, 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 a centrist liberal. He's not. He's a fucking ass clown. But every once in a while, he will say something that is truthful, and he, he buys shit back when he's wrong. Uh, Alex Burson posted the same thing this morning. Okay, so it's happening. I asked him, what would be the, you know how we're acting right now about the, the jab and things like that and this mandate? What would it be like, I, I think the media would be losing their fucking minds if Donald Trump had put the same mandates in place. Can you imagine the news stories? By the way, there is no difference. He's, a, he's the leader of the country, and if he were to put a mandate in place that said you had to get shots or you lost your jobs, uh, I think the media would be act, reacting a whole lot differently. He can't do that. This is un-American. All I want is consistency in logic. We know these mandates are bullshit, okay? We know it. Everybody knows, especially when the members of Congress aren't mandated to get the shots, nor are their employees. I thought they were federal employees for some reason, but they're not mandated to get the shots. Why is that? Huh. But it's about the science. It's about the science. And we're about to get back to COVID because I have some updates on stories. But before I get to that, let me say, um, Derek says, good morning, ass family. Happy Friday Eve. Derek, right back at you. The continuing saga of the John Gruden story. Oh, I think it's fixing to get really, really interesting. So, um... I saw a report last night about this, and it is very interesting. John Gruden gets kicked out of the league. He he will never coach again. He'll never work in the NFL again. He'll never work for ESPN again. Okay? Skechers dropped him, so I I will never wear another pair of Skechers again in my life. So Skechers and Nike are out. Um, All because of emails where he called the, the, the commissioner of the league a fag, or he might have put the God at the end of it, okay. And he made some other remarks about, and, and, and fucking Jeff Fisher, that fucking, that, that spineless, worthless piece of garbage, he wants to get back in the league, so he puts out a statement yesterday, oh, I was never forced to take Michael Sams on the team. Stop your lying. 
He went to the University of Missouri. You were the coach of the St. Louis Rams at the time. There are five picks left. Of course you were going to take him. And the league wanted you to take him. But I digress. Remember, these were words. And John Gruden is kicked out of the league. And I have more on that. But I want you to think about this. I want you to go back in time just a little bit. Just just a little bit. Do you remember the running back for the Baltimore Ravens named Ray Rice? Do you remember what he did? He flat out knocked out his fiance and drug her lifeless body, carcass, if you will, onto an elevator and slammed her head into the window a few times. Remember, we had all this on video. We saw him. We saw an NFL player punch a woman. Remember Kareem Hunt? Remember, remember him? He, he was uh, with the Chiefs. And the Chiefs cut him because he stomped a mud hole in some chick and walked that shit dry. You know what those two guys have in common? They were allowed back in the league. They physically assaulted women on video. And both were allowed back in the league. Kareem Hunt was playing for the Chicago Bears last I saw. Ray Rice didn't last too much longer in the NFL, but he was allowed back in for actually physically assaulting a woman. Violence against women. John Gruden, in personal emails to a friend, used mean words. I'm just going to say this now, and, and, and I know that the Ass family doesn't need to hear this, but the rest of, if you're at your office, turn this up a little bit. Hey, hey, non-Ass family people, y'all need to fucking sack up a little bit. Sticks and stones and Ray Rice's right hand may break bones, but words will never hurt me. Remember that? You, you need to gird up your big boy panties and your good big girl panties. You need to pull them up and realize these are words. And by the way, John Gruden's words were to a friend of his. He wasn't going out and he didn't go up to, to Roger Goodell and call him a fag with the got at the end. No, he did it in a private email. 650,000. 650,000 emails have been gone through. Yet John Gruden is the only person to be fired. And by the way, oh, oh, let, let, let's read some things here. Douglas says, I'm so pissed about this shit. They allow shitheads that literally beat women up back in the league, and that's okay. Red White uh, 530 says, uh, how about the Super Bowl halftime show lineup? Well, I do believe that there is one person on there that was uh, on trial for attempted murder, Snoop Dogg, gang affiliations, drugs. They sing about drugs. I mean, I like the performance, but what about their words? Eminem literally had a song about killing his wife. Yes. Words. Once again, now, if you get rid of them, that would be racist. You can get rid of Eminem. That's fine. He's white. He's, he's, he's expendable. 
This is all stemming from the investigation of the Washington Redskins. I'm not going to call them the Washington football team because that makes me sound stupid. This was an investigation on the Washington Redskins that started a couple years ago because of the way they treated women. That John Gruden is implicated in this as well, but no one else is being named in this, where members of the Redskins front office were sending naked pictures they took of cheerleaders around to friends of theirs in the league. Nobody's talking about this. Why? Because those cheerleaders all signed an NDR. Or NDA, I'm sorry, NDA. A non-disclosure agreement. They were paid off to shut their mouths. There's some petition going around saying, we want to see what it was. that It's not going to open. John Gruden is the alleged only bad guy here. Let, let, let's just go. Come on, man. Come on, man. You have guys like Randy Moss crying on television. Keyshawn Johnson, who, by the way, was a waste in the NFL. He played for the Cowboys and sucked. Come on. Come on. Um, I wouldn't have a problem with him getting fired for poor coaching, but this is just wrong. And the media is making such a big deal over this. Like, where is Jesus calling people out about not throwing a stone if you haven't sinned? I'm not Christian. I don't know the actual quote. I, I understand what you're saying, Douglas. Yeah, and you're absolutely right. Douglas says, I'm considering stopping watching the NFL. Alicia says, is anyone really shocked that the NFL is making shitty choices that make zero sense? No. Two black women beaters allowed to stay in the NFL. By the way, let's go ahead and put Richard Sherman in there, too. That's three. Um... White coach who actually called Goodell a fag, gone. That white privilege exists, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely it does. Total white privilege. Ogre, buenos dias, amigo. He says, Jesus had white privilege. Anybody who thinks that Jesus is white needs to wake the hell up. Come on. Jesus from fucking the middle of the desert. That bitch had a tan better than George Hamilton. Once again... If we were to investigate the truth, it doesn't fit the narrative. Y'all need to learn that phrase, fitting the narrative. Like, Like this great story out of China right now. How great is this? Let's see, let's see if this one passes uh, the bullshit test just really fast. Um, China to test thousands of Wuhan blood samples in COVID-19 probe. So they're trying to figure out when and where and how this all started. And they're going to let the Chinese investigate. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. That's true. That, that, that is all true. It's all bullshit. I'm betting. And I don't have a crystal ball in front of me, so I'm looking at my bald head. Uh, the bald head sees, wow, we can't figure out when and where it started. That's weird. It probably started from a random bat in a cave that flew out, and somebody either ate it or it bit them, and they got coronavirus, and then that's how it spread. The end. And we lived happily ever after.
Jason Whitlock called these dudes out saying that he wasn't that fragile. The woke, want-weak-ass men. Yes, yes. Oh, Jason Whitlock has been fantastic on this. Jason Whitlock is uh, a black guy who's a, a reporter in Kansas City, newspaper reporter who had, had his own show on ESPN. But you see, he's on the conservative side. And nobody wants a, a, a well-spoken black conservative out there. They're going to try to shut him down. I forgot exactly what he said about Randy Moss. It was something on that, 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 that line of being fragile. Man. Conservative black men are just white supremacists. Yes, they are the face of white supremacy. The hell, they've even called Dave Chappelle that. Dave Chappelle's not even conservative. Dave Chappelle goes out there and makes jokes. And have you heard that Netflix is, Netflix, the the transgender people that work at Netflix are, are planning a walkout? How many transgenders do they have working there? I didn't realize that the the population was overrun by transgenders now. I mean, with with the gay population of America being between 8 and 10%, and I'm being very, very nice with that large number, does Netflix only hire trans people? I know there was that one, and then they had one that stormed in a meeting that they suspended that they've allowed to come back to work. So what is it, two or three people are going to do a walkout at Netflix? Oh, no. How will Netflix survive with their billions of dollars? (laughs) They don't plan walkouts. They plan sachet outs. (laughs) I just, I see these stories when I'm getting these stories, and I feel bad for those people that actually read this and believe it. Well, honey, honey, did you see the Chinese are looking into blood tests? to see where this this awful, awful killer virus started. Well, I hope they find something, honey. Here's your roast beef. Come on. Let's see. Uh, Douglas just sent me something here. Let's see. Uh, Whitlock, the NFL canceled Juden for sins against wokeism. Oh, he's right. He, he's completely right. Jason Whitlock is so so on on time with this. Thank you, by the way, for sending this. I'll, I'll read it a little bit more later, but it's so dumb. It's and 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 honestly, I don't like the way the media treats me. I don't like it, and and of course, you know, well, people say, well, Arnie, you're you're. Yeah, you're, you're a part of the media. No, not anymore. I was only a part of the media when I did something wrong. I've never been a part of the media. The media treats you like you were a fucking hopeless, retarded child. I, CNN's doing this story about China reporting. Do you really think we're going to get any truth out of that story? The answer is absolutely, positively no. More COVID shit here. Yesterday, I saw that the Coachella and Stagecoach, and by the way, this will change. I'm just going to tell you, this is going to change. 
Coachella and Stagecoach have said you don't need the vaccination to attend. All you got to do is show a test. They say after seeing firsthand the low transmission data and successful implementation of safety protocols at festivals, uh, we feel confident that we can safely update our policy for Coachella that allows for a negative COVID test within 72 hours of the event. They're going to change it. I'm just telling you that right now. Don't believe it. I'm glad that they came out with this. I think it's great. And, and by the way, if it's in the air, because that's the other lie that the media has never, ever told you about COVID, it is an airborne disease. If someone is driving in a car by Coachella and sneezes in the wind gust, and all of a sudden it blows in there, and somebody at Coachella sniffs it in, guess what? They've got now COVID. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. I, I'm not seeing hospitals overrun in college football cities where there's 100,000 people in a stadium. It's so ridiculous. The way that we're treated by the media, by these quote-unquote doctors that are looking out for us, and once again, once again, I'm not saying that it's fake. I'm saying that if you, if you don't have any health problems, this is going to affect you a lot differently than it does somebody who has underlying issues. And, of course, once again, for I don't know the billionth time, you've got to take it seriously. Now, I don't know about this, but Leave it to Florida. I mean, God bless Florida for this. Florida fines counties more than $3.5 million for requiring employees to vaccinate to be vaccinated against COVID. So Florida has come out and said, look, we're going to put your money where our mouth is. If you're forcing vaccinations, when we said no businesses and nobody can, we're going to fine your ass. I'm ha- I, I, I don't know if I'm happy about that because, look, look, this is the way I look at America. It's America versus the rest of the world. And I know that that could lead to me being called xenophobic and a hate monger and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I, I, I've got to the point where I don't care anymore what people call me. You can call me a racist. Just don't call me an Oklahoma fan. That's it. And, and they don't tell you the truth. I don't want, I don't want Florida finding their counties, finding teachers for not getting it. Let's just all sit down and go, look, if you want to wear a mask, then wear a mask. If you don't want to wear a mask, we aren't going to hassle you anymore. If you want to get a shot, get a shot. If you don't, then don't. If you get sick, like always, we'll take care of you because that's what we do to our fellow Americans. We don't turn you away. We don't stop, as they already have stopped, 
uh, if you need a kidney transplant because the person that's giving you a kidney doesn't have the, 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 the vaccine. Stop it. Just stop it. We're all in this together. We're Americans for fuck's sake. We might not agree on the leadership of this country. That's great. But we all have to agree that we are Americans. This is just so far-fetched and so stupid. Uh, You'd be winning if you were an OU fan. Yeah, but I would hate my life, and I'd be married to my sister. Um, B. Coop says, if Fauci creates uh, creates COVID in China, how would we expect China to react? Exactly as they are, right? Control the media narrative. Have it called racist to call it China flu. Refuse to cooperate in investigations and claim their country isn't being affected. Yes, exactly how they are acting. Not only in Florida dictate going uh, being tossed out of court, the only serves to alienate the GOP from even more businesses. The Democrats are right there to snatch up the corporate good. Uh, will and GOP bases will continue to dwindle into insignificance. Well, the problem with that is that the liberal side is the one forcing all these mandates. So I ask you once again, in all honesty, If Donald Trump would have won the election, and put these mandates in place, how would that be being reported? Donald Trump is overstepping his bounds as president. Donald Trump is forcing shots on people. I, I I just want to be honest here. Do I, and, and personally, let me just say this right now. I don't think a mandate would have been put in place. Do you know why? I think people would have taken the shot more willingly if Donald Trump would have won. Now, I'm not saying that the election was stolen or anything. I'm not going down that road. I'm just talking from what I believe. If Donald Trump won the election, and let's remember, he was the president, even though Joe Biden is taking full credit for his vaccine. It was Donald Trump who got this fast track through the FDA, and it was on the market before he left as president. I truly do believe that more Americans, maybe not at gigantic levels, but I do believe that more Americans would have taken the vaccination. I said it a few weeks ago. If we are to believe that 81 million people voted for Joe Biden, and I'm not saying the election was stolen, A, because I'm tired of hearing it, and B, I don't want Homeland Security coming to my house. And, and Oh, and C, there's nothing we can do about it. That, that, that's the biggest part right there. But Joe Biden and Kamala Harris spent the last month of the campaign questioning the vaccine. Kamala Harris came out and said she would not take the vaccine if Donald Trump was still the president. Now, as much as we dislike Kamala Harris, she's not dumb. She's a slut. She's a skank, but she's not dumb. 
but they're treating the American people as if they are dumb. Because they told the people that elected them, a majority of Americans, 81 million that voted for them, that they weren't going to take the shot. And then they have a hard time getting people to take the shot because people are going, well, wait a second. You told me you weren't going to take it, and now because you won, we're going to take it? Huh? That's why we have mandates in place. That's why people are losing their jobs over this. Uh, But in a conservative state where corporations don't have to create their own mandates, they're still doing so. That's a divide. And that's a problem. Here's another big divide. Are you ready for this one? California. Remember them high-speed trains they talked about? A new debate has started in California over the high-speed rail project. That debate is, should the trains even be high-speed when the system launches? (laughs) The whole point was to have high-speed trains, and they're talking about doing just regular trains now. The latest setback for the project, expected to cost $33 billion and to be completed last year, which they haven't. But now negotiations have started to where I don't know if we're going to have high-speed trains, the bullet trains, or just regular old trains like Amtrak. And you know where I stand on Amtrak. I think that this has been the way, by the way, it it was posted last week that uh, uh, Nancy Pelosi, that scotchy bitch herself, is currently worth $140 million. Hmm. Well, that's interesting. You get paid about $120,000 a year to be Speaker of the House, but now you're worth $140 million? Oh, it could be through those land deals between Diane Feinstein's husband and your husband over this whole high-speed rail thing, going back and forth, and then the state paying you. I'm just here to tell you, the high-speed train between uh, what was originally San Francisco and L.A., it's never going to get built. Never. Not ever. And this is just a further waste of not only time, but more importantly, taxpayers' money in California. This project was going to cost $33 billion. Okay. No, he'd been divided for a long time. We never decided if Miller Lite was great tasting or less filling. It was great tasting. What do Amtrak trains and Joe Biden's thoughts have in common? Neither <laughs> one can stay on track. Uh, In a place like California with grotesque amount of bureaucracy and uh, catoing to the power of environmental groups in every department wanting a piece of the pie, the high-speed rail will never get built, not unless First Citizen Newsom has it built (laughs) by fiat. Yeah, it's never going to get built. It's a joke. All this land that they appropriated, all this land that they took from people, it's not going to get built. Not ever. By the way, Nancy Pelosi doesn't care. 
Dianne Feinstein doesn't care. You know why? Because they're worth millions on it now. Other things that you should get upset about today. Oh, there's a lot of stuff. How about this? Huge Social Security cost of living increase could accelerate the trust depletion. I, I, I'm i 50 now. What am I, 12 years away from uh, applying for it? That shit ain't going to be around. It's going up 6% this year, 5.9% going up this year to cover the cost of living. This is the biggest adjustment to it since 1982 when it went up 7.4%. By the way, it's going up, but it's still bullshit. You think about all the money that you have paid into Social Security over your lifetime. Think about it, hundreds of thousands of dollars that you have paid into this system, and you get like $1,500 a month for it. It's such a joke. And if you're, if you're fucking thinking about getting it, and you're 50 or younger, fuck you. There ain't going to be shit left. Douglas says California funnels money through taxes from citizens to the pockets of the ruling class. All these lies that they sell us. Shit, California won't be able to power a high-speed train in a few years anyway because energy is getting banned. Well, they don't want any gas-powered cars. Remember, they've gotten rid of gas-powered lawn equipment for next year. Or it was at two years. Gas-powered uh, fucking uh, generators? Yeah, you, you can't buy those anymore. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Ogre, you're 100% right there. That land that they they, they took by, by eminent domain pretty much stole the land. They aren't giving that shit back. No, no, they'll happily sell it back. But they aren't giving that land back at all. Everybody will get in the train and find bicycle pedals. <laughs> And by the way, if it has the word Amtrak on the side, it will still derail. Well, I gotta take I gotta take a picture of this joke because I like that one. The Joe Biden one. No way I can remember that one. Oh, by the way, today's jokes, since since B Coop gave me that joke. Um, jokes today. How can you tell when a woman's about to say something smart? She starts her sentence with, a man once told me. <laughs> What's the difference between Joe Biden and, and Ronald Reagan? If Biden gets Alzheimer's, his IQ goes up. And this next one, this next one's one of my all-time favorites now. The difference between... Men having sex and women having sex. A man can have sex with a hundred women and he's a stud. A woman has sex with one stud and it's bestiality. 
That shit's funny. Oh, man. Oh, let's go, Brandon. Let's go. So we got the Social Security thing. All right, we covered that. Um, I hate to be the one that does this. God, you know how much I hate this. Oh, I truly, truly hate this, but... Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. U.S. households, winter heating cost to see double-digit growth. By the way, in the last year, energy prices have climbed almost 25%. The cost of heating oil is expected to rise 43% compared to last year due to higher expected fuel costs as well as more consumption of energy due to colder weather. Meanwhile, the agency expects propane costs to rise by 54%, natural natural gas to rise by 30%, and electricity to go up 6%. Now, once again, the people that say, the president doesn't control the gas prices, Well, when you had not been relying on foreign oil for the last three years, what did we see? We saw gas prices lowered. Your energy prices were were acceptable. And now that we do depend on foreign oil and we're paying almost $80 a barrel, of course the prices are going to go up. And and I told you that was going to happen. By the way, all your plastic goods are going to go up through the roof. You want to buy plastic bags? You want to buy trash bags? Guess what? They're probably going to double in price in the next year. Kale says build back better, right? That money, uh, even if it went up cold, uh, could have at least been going to Americans, not foreigners. Yes, you're right. But Joe, building back better, he didn't say it was going to be cheap, and he didn't say it was raising taxes on the middle class. He prefers the trickle-down taxing so he can pretend to not tax the poor. And it will be banned in California. Yes, those plastic bags, they're about to be banned just as much as uh, the the... The gas-powered fucking lawnmowers. I, I look, man. I tell you this right now. The last election was won based on feelings, and you know how I, you know where I stand on feelings. Fuck your feelings. Feelings are what's going to make you stop driving your car to work. Feelings are the reason why you can't buy name brand macaroni and cheese anymore because you have to save money to heat your house. Feelings. Whoa, whoa, feelings. 
are the reason why your grass is going to be so high in the next three years. Yes, and that's why I'm saying plastic prices are going up, Kale, because, yes, plastics are oil-based. Douglas says, it makes me so sad to see my home getting destroyed by the government. Yeah. But they're doing it for you. You see, the reason why people in government and celebrities are on this side because it makes them look good. It makes them look like they're saving the environment. They're trying to do what's right because it, they know it will never, ever affect them. Look what happened with Scarlett Johansson. Look what, uh, this, is a, this is an awesome example to see what happened. When a company, a movie company, I think it was Disney, right, Disney? And we all knew that they were going to ruin the Marvel franchise and they're going to ruin Star Wars, which they have. But they tried to do something nice for their subscribers. HBO did the same thing, and they're both being criticized for it. Some people don't want to go to movie theaters because of COVID, okay? They're scary cats, but that's okay. I'm going tonight to go see Halloween. So what they do? They decided to stream their movies to home people. You can pay for it and watch it at home. And Scarlett Johansson didn't get her bonuses. So what did she do? She says, I don't care if, it, if it's easier on the, the lower class people. I didn't get mine, so I'm going to sue you, Disney. And Disney paid her off, and the lawsuit went away. But you see, they're so out of touch. They don't realize that this could be good. I love the fact I don't feel bad whatsoever watching free pornography. And if I do use my fire stick and I get a first run movie and I watch it for free, I don't feel bad at all. You want to know why? I don't feel bad for the key grip. I don't feel bad for the gaffers. Because they work in an industry where it's not about them. It's about the stars. And the stars never will have to worry because they have so much money. The rich have so much money that this will never affect them. This affects us. It affects regular people. You know, the people that make the world go around, that's who all this affects. They're unaffectable. They fly around in their Gulf Streams. They don't have to worry about air traffic fucking delays because they have a private jet that will take them from here to there. If they want to go to Vegas for the weekend, no big deal. And a lot of them aren't that talented. I'll say it, they aren't that talented. Yet they've got lots and lots of money. And they can just piss it the fuck away. Ogre says, what gets me uh, is that halting oil extraction here to sound like you're being environmentally friendly or respecting Indian land. So the dishonest because 
is so dishonest because you're just importing oil from everywhere else. You know, the elsewhere full non-white people so they can have environmental problems. Importing oil only extends the reach of hypocrisy and increases the cost instead of focusing more on alternative energy to get rid of our dependence on foreign oil. Yes, you are correct. And if we find it, look, look, the race is out there, Ogre. You know the race is on right now to find alternative energy. And, and China's got that fucking thing that's 50 billion times hotter than the sun. If they come up with it, guess what? We're still going to work on it, but we are going to be importing that from China. And how much do you think that's going to cost? Mike D says, oh, the looks I get sometimes when wearing my fuck your feelings t-shirt. It makes me feel so good. Just waiting on one of those people to approach me one day and say something about it. Yesterday, I was wearing my toxic masculinity shirt, and this old lady goes, toxic masculinity. I like it, and we need it. An old woman said that to me, and I said, yes, ma'am, we do. Be Coop to me, me too. If we were able to live with mean tweets, Gruden would have been fired for being a bad coach and not mean emails, yeah? By the way, he wouldn't have been fired this year because y'all are 4-1. and one. Or what, 4-2, and 3-2, and two, something like that? Oh, no, Scarlet Fishface couldn't get her bonus to buy another house on a Ibiza or Aruba. Poor fucking mishappen baby, yeah. The Fluffer, that's who should be feel bad for, Arnie. Did you get the old lady's number? I did not get the old lady's number. No. Feel bad for the cosmetologist on the porn set. Or the failed hair, the, the failed person that does hair that has to clip pubic hair now. By the way, something else going up in prices. Why? Because of feelings. Whoa, 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 feelings. I got to find it now. Oh, when I saw this story, I was fucking pissed off. Where the hell did it go? There it is. You ready for this? To everybody out there that likes red meat and beef, the headline says, How your steak is set to become as exclusive as champagne. Beef farmers will be forced to slash production before 2030 to meet climate targets, even as demand increases, sending prices soaring. Once again, for the benefit of the environment, we have to cut the, the, the methane from cows in America. You think they're going to cut the methane level in Japan where they're getting? Uh, I, I saw a restaurant that's selling A5 Wagyu beef. It's fucking like $50 an ounce. And you have to get at least six ounces. That means a six ounce steak will cost you $300. Do you think that Japan is going to cut back on that? The answer is, oh, hell no. Yeah, 
Josh Valour, boss of Europe's biggest slaughterhouse, has warned the only way for agriculture industry to hit climate targets will be to dramatically reduce the amount of beef it produces. So the first rule of economics is supply and demand. If the demand is high and the supply is low, guess what? The price is sky high. And we're talking about all beef, whether it be steak, hamburger. I I, I don't care what kind of meat you want to eat. That's what it's going to be. They're forcing you now to change your lifestyle. Remember this law that we talked about in California where the pigs have to be separated? And bacon prices are soaring in California already? Get ready because that's going to happen to your red meat. The other white meat pork is already going through the roof. So are we all to become vegans then? Uh, I will take a fucking high-powered rifle and fight that until the day I die. All you people be eating Beyond Meat and Impossible Burgers. Suck it. No, I won't. No, no, I'll just go out and kill people's cows. I'll learn how to butcher shit myself. Adam J says, so glad I left the country. Buenos dias, Arnie. What's up, Adam J? How you doing, bud? Maybe the other countries, you know, the ones that based in Asia to do this shit since they produced over 90% of pollution, that's my favorite thing. Hold on, let me read these other two. My favorite thing. I got to write this down. Favorite thing. Asia waste. Okay. Uh, They're already being made to do that. The reports from all over the country where beef items are no longer being sold at restaurants. People wanted this shit when they voted. Now this is what we have. Beef prices are soaring already. Choice cuts are like $20 a pound. Yeah. We found a local farm who sells to the community, and we are on their list when they butcher a cow. We got 20 pounds the other day of ground round, and it is amazing. That's great. And I think that's what beef is going to end up being. A bunch of entrepreneurs. I don't have a problem with that. But this is my favorite thing is that we here in America, we're so fucking important. We are the world. Yet, it's Asia, mainly China, that is responsible for 90% of the pollution problems, the environment. You know who doesn't go and talk over there? I've never seen this little bitch. Where, where, Where the hell is she? How dare you? Yeah, I called you a bitch. Blah, blah, blah. That's all you do, honey, is blah, blah, blah. We are unstoppable. Another world is possible. We are unstoppable. Another world is possible. I challenge Greta Thunberg to go to China and talk to them. I challenge her. How dare you? I just challenge you. If you want to stop all the pollution and everything, and by the way, good luck with that, uh, go to China. 
Remember that plastic island? I, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. They've they've measured it. We are one ten thousandth of that pop that that island. So for every ten thousand pieces of plastic and trash that are on that island floating in the Pacific, for every ten thousand pieces, and there's millions on there. We're one piece. I, th- th- I uh, This is what I challenge you to do today. I challenge anybody to go to a grocery store, go to where they sell straws. If they have them by the thousands, you open 10 boxes of them and dump them on the floor. I dare you. Dump them on the floor and then pick up one after you've dumped 10,000 of them. And say, I did my part. I cleaned up my part. Walk away. See what happens. Well, let's see. Black market beef, I'm ready. (laughs) This is also why I love going in on half a steer with another family. Expensive up front, but it comes out to be so much cheaper in the long run, especially for expensive cuts. Yeah, something to look into. She'd be forced into giving hand jobs in massage parlors. <laughs> At those prices, it will start to make sense to have a cow in your backyard. It'll be worth it for all the eggs the, the cow lays, too. <laughs> I'd like to see a cow lay an egg. I'm not going to eat that omelet. Oh, that's going to be a shitty omelet. Literally. But, yeah, your beef prices are going to continue to rise and go through the roof because we need to stop the methane. Oh, the methane from these cows. I know what we should do. You know what we should do? We should outlaw cows. All cows are going to be killed. Oh, wait, we can't kill the ones in India because they worship those ones. Nothing can be done. Once again, once again, one straw out of that 10,000 that you dumped. I dare you. I dare you. It, 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 it truly, it, it amazes me. It truly amazes me. Here's something else that amazes me. This Boston bomber case is now in front of the Supreme Court. You know, the, the, this fucking goofy-looking, what, what's his fuck's name? Dozar Tarsanovich or whatever his name is. He and his brother. Blew up the, uh, the the Boston Marathon, killed some people, maimed a lot more. Then they got into a fucking shootout with police, and this guy drove over his brother, killing him. His lawyer is saying, look, look, this young man wouldn't have been this way if it weren't for his brother, who's dead now. We shouldn't give him the death sentence. Instead, we're going to put him in prison for life. Um, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know how to do this. If I, if I would have any pull in any kind of correctional facility, how about we just shiv this guy? I, I think the Supreme Court has got a lot of other things to worry about. By the way, I have an amazing story about Ruth Bader Ginsburg this morning as well. And I cannot wait to do it. Oh, it's so fantastic. And liberals are going to lose their fucking minds. Oh, it's so great. So great. 
Uh, bacon that I would usually pay $13.99 for most now is over $20. I haven't eaten bacon in months, cries the fat girl. No, really, it's hard to eat low carb. I get sick when I eat carbs, though. I understand. Hey, I get it. I get it. And then, see, this is what happens. This is what happens. So, we stop eating beef, which means then all these cows that are out there, they're, 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 they're not needed anymore, so they're probably going to end up starving and dying. Okay, fantastic. That's great. Sounds awesome. Well, we have to find some sort of protein to eat because not everybody's going to go to Beyond Meat and all that kind of bullshit. They're going to eat more chicken. Well, guess what then? We're going to have a run on chickens. Turkey, yep. People are going to be eating turkeys at more. And fish. We're going to be fishing like there's no tomorrow. We're going to fish the ocean fucking dry. Because people are still going to eat. People have to eat. They'll just find another source. And whatever that source is, they will run that amok too. Once again, we're doing all this. Why? Why are we doing this? Because of feelings. I feel so bad that my grandchildren may not have an environment. How do you know? How do you know? And, and, and look, I'm not one for throwing trash in the streets and burning tires and doing all that kind of stuff. But, but, but seriously, last night we had a major thunderstorm roll through the area. That, by the way, was either 24 hours late or 12 hours early. The weather people on all three major networks here, or four, Fox, if you want to count them as a major network, all of them got it wrong. But you're going to tell me that you know exactly what's going to happen to the environment in 50 years? I really do have a hard time swallowing that. And I, I know I'm pissing people off, and, and I'm not trying to. I, I, I promise you, I'm talking about just me. I have a hard time when these storms, I watch the weather to see what it's going to be like the next day, and sure enough, the next day, it's the easiest time to predict is in the summertime because it's going to be hot and fucking muggy. Okay, I already know that. It's going to be hot and muggy in Texas. But they can't prov- they, 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 they get the storms here wrong all the fucking time. All the time. And I'm supposed to believe that you know what's going to happen in 100 years. While we have models. Well, don't those models, wouldn't they work better if they're like two or three days apart? Well, of course they would, but they don't. You see, you fuck that up. I'm not saying that I know what the the world's going to be. I I don't. Nobody does. That's my point. Nobody does. You have all these scientists, and they can come out there with their graphs and with their charts, and they can see what's going on here. But you don't know. You just don't know. But now we're we're going to end up banning cows, sending meat prices through the roof, And what will we do? We'll just print more money like we've done to where we make the dollar worth as much as a fucking peso soon. I can't wait till minimum wage is over $100 an hour. I think that's about five years away. Because you got these people that want it at $15 an hour, and then they say, well, that's not enough. 
And $15 is not enough. We need to make minimum wage at least $25 an hour. <laughs> You're out of your fucking mind. <laughs> I mean, last night we ate, like I said, we ate a Whataburger last night. And it's funny because the Chick-fil-A right down the street from my house, they've, they've got this sign on their door, dining room closed because we don't have enough employees to staff the dining room. Went to Whataburger in Wiley, which is like 15 minutes away, if that. They had so many employees there last night. They had like four people behind working the in the kitchen area. You had two people on the drive-thru. You had one kid working the register, and you had these four kids that were set there that were just standing around. They're there to deliver the food to your table. I know what Whataburger pays. They don't pay any more than Chick-fil-A. Why, why is that happening? Because those kids want to work. Stop paying people to stay at home. And by the way, taking order number 71 to the person that has the little flip-up that says 71, I, I don't see paying you $25 an hour. I'm sorry, I just don't. I, I'm happy and I respect the fact that you're employed. But I don't even see that being a $15 an hour job. You've taken something that someone else made, and it's on a tray now, and it was put on a tray for you, and you are to walk it from the counter to that table, and you're getting paid. Now, I know that there are some restaurants that will call out number 71, and you go up there and get it. I ain't got a problem with that. I've taken away a job. I've saved Whataburger money. By the way, the hot apple pie last night, oh, so good. So good. Yeah, so yesterday the Supreme Court got into an argument. Kavanaugh and Kagan clash about this guy. Look, kill him. Just fucking pay some money in the prison and shove a broom handle up his ass like they did Jeffrey Dahmer, and then we don't have to worry about the Boston bomber anymore. I don't want to do I want to save that story for the end of the show. I gotta save that one. Private businesses thrown under the bus. Okay. That's uh because studying climate is long term. You can take data and notice long term patterns. Short term prediction is impossible. That's the hyper complex nature of weather. It's like looking at years of sports data and then making rational predictions instead of game by game and going uh-huh and upset. Science isn't an immediate thing, and I hate when it's presented as such. So many kids are taught the wrong way to perceive science, and it creates ignorance and bad decisions, like how Fauci spouts science. But it's a short-term and meant for camouflage bulb mentality. Real scientists are like, oh, did you shut your hole already? I wish they would. I truly wish they would because, hey, in the 70s, they were worried about another ice age. That was on the cover of Time magazine. Are we, re- are we about to have another ice age because the earth was cooling? When we figure out how to un- uh, outsmart Mother Nature, then I'll believe a lot more. I'm not saying I don't believe in science, and I'm not saying I disagree with anything the ogre said there. But I'll believe science a whole lot more when we figure out how to outsmart Mother Nature. Because... What's the worst thing that can happen to our environment? 
one of the worst things, one of the one of the top three worst things that can happen. That's right, a volcano eruption. It does terrible things to the environment. We haven't figured out how to stop those. Hell, we don't even know when those are going to happen. But like I said, hey, I, 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 science wants to keep working great. That's been debunked. What, what's been debunked? That volcanoes are not bad for the environment? All that soot in the air isn't bad, so I guess house fires aren't bad either. So I guess burning tires is okay for the environment as well. Let's see. Uh, this is according to Lintech.com. Volcanic eruptions can be extremely damaging to the environment, particularly because of number of toxic gases possibly present in pyroclastic material. Sulfur dioxides cause environmental problems because they are converted into sulfuric acid in the stratosphere, the main cause of acid rain. I, I look, look. I, I just I just Googled that, and I'm not doing any research. I'm just saying. Once again, we get scientists to agree. When scientists can agree to me that if you're either born gay or you, you're, you choose to be gay, once that has been completely debunked, then I'll start listening. Problem with the long term has been about 100 years of data out of the entire history of the Earth, minuscule sample size. So there you go. All right, we're going we're gonna to call uh, Tahoe Joe Murphy here in just a couple minutes. 775-357-FANS. Talk about the NFL. Talk about college football as well this weekend. Song, song of the South. Sweet potato pie and I shut my mouth. We all picked the cotton, but we never got rich. Daddy was a veteran, a Southern Democrat. They ought to get a rich man to vote like that. Sing it. Song, song of the South. Sweet potato pie and I shut my mouth. Gone, gone with the wind. There ain't nobody looking back again. But we were so poor that we couldn't tell. Cotton was short and the weeds were tall. But Mr. Roosevelt are gonna save us all. Well, Mama got sick and Daddy got down. The county got the farm and they moved to town. Papa got a job with a TVA. He bought a washing machine and then a Chevrolet. Sing it. Song, song of the South. Sweet potato pie and I shut my mouth Gone, gone with the wind There ain't nobody looking back again Play it 
California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land. We can scan a buck and run a trot line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can you doing, buddy? Oh, I'm just hanging in there. You know, me, me and uh, Gruden been up listening to Jelly Roll all night. So. <laughs> what the, what as, as a, uh, a, a new fan of the new team in Nevada, what are your feelings on the John Gruden story? Well, I'll tell you what, you know, one, number one, Hillary got to use her private server. She's okay. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I actually did watch, I actually did watch uh, the uh, Chappelle, you know, special yesterday. Right. He, bas- he basically said everything Gruden did, <clears throat> excuse me, but he's still working. Right. And, and I, you know, I mean nothing racial about that or anything. I wish no ill will. Uh, I'm against racism, all that, but it just was kind of strange. He got up there and just, you know, was as offensive as you can get. But, uh, you know, he's, he's like, I, I just, you know, I just think, uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr. got a second shot. I mean, I think everybody gets a, you know, a second shot. What he said was, you know, it was bad, but, you know, I mean, like you were saying, you know, if uh, if we went back 10 years to some of the stuff we said, yeah, uh, you know, but, you know, we're not public figures, obviously, and, you know, these guys, uh, the celebrities and athletes, you know, they are kind of held to a higher standard. But, uh, yeah, I, I think he kind of got a raw deal uh, a little bit. I He could have got, you know, some kind of suspension or, or something like that. But, uh, man, it is what it is. Let, I mean, Let me yeah. ask you, let me ask you, will John Gruden ever coach or be a part of the NFL again? You know, it's, I still think that Pete Rose is someday going to make the Hall of Fame. So, mm. I, you know, as far as Gruden goes, I, I have a feeling that down the road, people are kind of forgiving. Um, so, I, you know, I think he he might be able to get back in. But it's going to be a few years, you know. Yeah. But I don't think it, he's going to be out forever. Okay. But uh, it's a possibility. You never know. Cause it is. Just, just, you know, like I said, you know, the saying used to be, in God we trust in this country. Now it's, I'm offended. Yeah. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, did, you, did you get to catch any of the uh, heavyweight fight last week? I did not get to watch that. Uh, it was out of my tax bracket at right, the time. Right, right. But, uh, but I did have Tyson Fury, so. Uh, you got the W there. Yeah, got the W there. Okay. Well, he, I, I watched some highlights. Boy, he, you know, uh, Deontay, it is. Uh, he looked, he looked a little, he looked a little out of it from the yeah. get go. Yeah, know, he was me. winded. Yeah. He was winded quick in that fight, and I was shocked at that. Like he, he said he was going to come into this fight in great shape, and he looked like he was in great shape, but he did not have the stamina for that fight. 
Yeah, no, he yeah, he looked like he was just kind of sleepwalking there. But he did actually what knock down Fury once, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, knocked him yeah. down twice. Knocked him down yeah. twice. So it was very oh. interesting. All right, let's get to what you're here for and let's talk some football, shall we? We're gonna talk okay. college football first. Okay. This weekend is not really a great weekend of games. There is one, and we'll talk about it here first. The 6-0, and oh, and it's weird to say this and not talk about basketball. The 6-0 and oh, University of Kentucky Wildcats on the road against the number one team in the nation now, the 6-0 and oh, Georgia Bulldogs. Yeah, that, this is great. Good game on CBS. It's one thirty kickoff. A Georgia giving up favor by twenty three. Yeah, I, now, I can't believe that. that. That's unbelievable. That, that is, and that game if Kentucky had lost to Florida last week, they'd be up. They'd be like forty point underdogs. You know, so I think that's a lot of points. The game is between the hedges, yeah. Georgia. So, uh, so you know, Georgia. <laughs> You know, a lot of people sometimes think these bookies who know what's uh, going on or whatever, but, uh, yeah, that's just a lot of points. If, if you put a gun to my head, I should probably have to take Kentucky. I, I Look, I, I would take Kentucky in the points, but I'm ta- I, I like what Kentucky's doing this year. I don't know if they can actually beat Georgia, but, man, that would be awesome if they could. Oh, I'd love it. I'd love oh, it. That would, that would throw everybody for a loop. All right, next game I have is another SEC matchup here. Uh, And you know what? I'm going to add the Wolfpack uh, also, so get ready for that. But we have have Florida, who's been just kind of mediocre the last few years, taking on LSU. And LSU is just terrible this year. Yeah, they, you know, LSU, what was it? Just a couple years ago, they won it all. Yeah, two Um, years ago. And, uh, you know, and, and Florida, you know, Florida can look really good, but then, you know, then they, they lost to Kentucky. So yeah. is Kentucky really good or is Florida not that great? Florida land 10 on the road, favored by 10. That's an ESPN game at nine, Archon Pacific. Um, I, you know, that, that, that's what they call kind of a trap. I just don't like that. Like, yeah. You know, like I say, the, the perfect line is when you walk into the sports book and you look up and you go, son of a gun. I just don't know. Now, yeah. you know, and that's what that is. I mean, uh, but, uh, you know, LSU was only Florida was at home. I, I could probably take Florida. Uh, I think Florida wins the game. But, you know, LSU, these, uh, you know, these, these teams get better as the season goes on. You know, now, how different, how different do you think this point spread would be if this game was at night at Death Valley? Maybe probably knock a field goal off of it. Okay. By a touchdown, All right. Probably, I would think. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about the Nevada Wolf Pack. We haven't talked a lot about them this season. They're having a good year, four and one. They're yeah. they're yeah. at home this weekend against Hawaii, who's three and three. That's not usual for Hawaii. Uh, right. Hawaii always really good at home. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, they're great at home because everybody wants to be in Hawaii. Nobody wants to fucking worry about playing a damn game. Yeah, and Hawaii always gets an extra game due to their travel costs. Mm-hmm. So they always get a, a, an extra game. Um, you know, Pat just marched into Boise, beat them up. Yep. Um, and Boise, they got a tough game at BYU. But uh, Didn't they uh, beat BYU? 
No, BYU beat them. They, oh, okay. had, a, they, had, a, they had a tough game at uh, okay. uh, BYU beat them. And uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah. Um, well, let's see. No, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. Boise beat gotta, BYU. Yeah, maybe you're right. I, I got am right. Scored. I'm always right. Yeah. You're always right. I forgot all about mm-hmm. that freaking rule. When that, that's Boise. Rule that's BYU's one. one loss this season. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, they, that, so either, uh, either, uh, I hope the, the pack doesn't, you know, isn't, you know, over it's a little wall door all week, you know, before the game, <laughs> which is the local watering hole. Yes. And living off that Boise win. Um, so, uh, uh, but then they, you know, they look good. The pack looks good. Uh, I think it's one of the best teams that Norvell's had. Yeah. Up here. Oh, easily. And, uh, so 14 points and Hawaii was, was oh, by the way, team, you know, they come in, they get home right at the end. They're trailing by 21. They come in and they score a touchdown or two and, and lose, but cover. So, uh, I think, you know, it's his back wins, but, uh, uh, yeah, Hawaii at home, way too many points. Hawaii yeah. here, pack my, pack my take it to them. All yeah, right. They'll hopefully keep them rolling. All right, let's talk about your Cornhuskers. Oh, man. You know. Cornhuskers <laughs> on the road this weekend against Minnesota. Minnesota, who I have to say has been a huge disappointment. Minnesota and Wisconsin, two biggest disappointments I've seen in a long time. Yeah, the Minnehaha, the land of 10,000 lakes, the mm-hmm. – uh, uh, the Golden Gophers, yeah, I'm not too impressed. I'd love to have this game at home, but it is up in Minnesota. They're hungry to win. But I'll tell you what, Nebraska, the way they play against Michigan, you know, I appreciate that late fumble. Thank you very much, Mr. Martinez, um, when we were driving. But, uh, uh, they, you know, even Frost there, he can see it, the, the head coach. They, they're really progressive. It's going to happen. That was, his, that was his word. It's going to happen. And I do see it. I do see him coming a long way. Things are He's shaking things up, and and they're starting to they're starting to mash. They just can't shoot themselves in the foot. Um, of course, this is the only team you, you always bet with your head, not your heart. But this is the one team I, I always bet with my heart. Yeah. Uh, Nebraska, what lane three and a half? I mm-hmm. think that's all that. Yeah. Four points. The, the deuce. I, I, I buy you three. I take Nebraska, of course, but. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be a close, a tough game. If Nebraska plays like they played against Michigan, they shouldn't have a problem. All right, final college game of the weekend. Another both ranked team game. Coming off the most sickening loss of my lifetime, <laughs> the Texas Longhorns are at home <laughs> taking on little brother in Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. Texas is a five-point favorite against the undefeated Cowboys. Yeah, the Cowboys, Stillwater, Oklahoma, which Stillwater is a pretty good movie, by the way. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Uh, yeah, it was a good movie. That Matt Damon, eh, he's a good kid. It was kid. all right. It was uh, average. <laughs> it, it kind of dragged, but it, it was all right. Yeah, yeah I, average. It's got a, a twist at the end with mm-hmm. the girl, you know. And it, so that's a Fox games, 9 a.m. Texas, were you at the state fair? No, I, the, I went the, to the fair. I didn't go to the game because it's just too much mayhem. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you can really watch the game on TV sometimes in the stadium. You're like, yeah, it's too much going on. Texas at home. Uh, Oklahoma State scares me, but you know what? Uh, I like Texas in this. I'm not just talking with you. One of these days, I'm probably going to go 
against you. But uh, I, I like Texas. Uh, they're hungry too because uh, you know they, if you want any shot at at least a decent bowl game, yeah, you know you can maybe you gotta you gotta keep it at two losses. So uh, you think yeah, Texas? Huh? We'll both take Texas in this game. Let me ask you: Do you think Spencer Rattler is going to get the start at Oklahoma this week? I don't know. I was going to say, you know, he, they, of course, he got in to score a deuce uh, for you just to piss you off last week. Uh, then he, then he threw the two-point conversion. Yep, he did. Bastard. I, I, did he shoot the whole game except for that? No, no. He started the oh. game, and then he turned the ball over twice, and they brought the freshman in. Freshman on the first play he had was fourth and one. He ran in 60-yard touchdown. Yeah, now, who do you think did that? Yeah, that kid looked really good for Oklahoma. Your guy looks really good, too. I like your quarterback. Yeah, I, I um, mean, look, th- this is one of those games where I don't want to be Oklahoma State or I really want to be Oklahoma State because either this will define the entire season for the Longhorns. If they go out and shit the bed because they're still pissed about last week, the season's over. If they go out yeah. and play, I feel bad for Oklahoma State because Oklahoma State could get fucking used in this game. <laughs> I mean, yeah, yeah, who did who did they put seventy five points on the board against? That was uh, Texas Tech. Yeah, it was Texas Tech. Yeah, I yeah, can see Bill, that again. Yeah, I can see that. That you know what? That's a you know seventy seven points. I mean, you know that's a, and, and you know they weren't like a Bobby Bowden where they're throwing you know flea flickers when they're up by <laughs> sixty. You know they're they're, they're running the ball. So uh, they, yeah, they look really good. They look like they're matching too. And, All right, but just like me, Oklahoma. Uh, I just they'll piss you off to the day you die. Yeah. Uh, real quick, just a side note tonight. Game five of the NLDS Dodgers Giants. What do you think about that game tonight? Well, here's the thing. I, 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 I just yesterday. I'm tired of listening to JD Smooth, so I got my Caesar Sportsbook app, and uh, I, uh, I, I got that. And I just, I, I, I'm going to root for the Giants. It's such an even money game. Uh, I'm going to root for the Giants. But uh, just like football, they have an over/under, which is seven. Mm-hmm. And so I took the I took the over, so I can root every time anybody bats. I can there just root for run. There you go. So, uh, Julio yeah. Arias is pitching for the Dodgers. Logan Webb is going for the uh, Giants tonight. So there you go. Big game tonight. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll be pulling for the Giants. But that, yeah, you know what? That, that, if there's one team that can beat the freaking Dodgers, it's the Giants. Yep. So, All right, now, be fun. let us talk about week six of the National Football League. And we will start uh, with tonight's game in Philadelphia. The four and one Buccaneers taking on the two and three Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, let me get my. Uh, okay, yeah. Oh, uh, the uh, where are we at here? Okay, Thursday. Oh yeah, Tampa Bay and Philly. I didn't look at the line. I have this a Tampa Bay three and a half point favorite. Uh, the line here on ESPN is seven. Tampa Bay minus seven. Okay, um, I like the Eagles at home. Really. The Eagles yeah, suck. Just, the Eagles are terrible. I know, I know, but remember I hit the Jets a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> you so. did. You did. Are you, are you taking the points or are you taking upset? No, I, if I three and a, I'll take the points. I, I'm okay. not going to uh, bet them out. Uh, okay. Bet them out right. But, uh, I, 
I think it'll be a close game. All right, we'll move to Sunday because nobody's going to be watching. Everybody's going to be either watching first first night or second night of hockey or the baseball game. So that game's going to get trounced. Sunday, <laughs> the Battle of Florida, if you will, the one in four Dolphins taking on the zero and five Jags. Okay, and real quick, it's funny that game's on three different channels too. The Thursday night game. Okay. So uh, yeah, make sure you don't miss it, you know. Um, and and then uh, uh, the um, boy, you know what? I had this and the Dolphins a three and a half point favorite. On Perfect, you nailed it right at three and a half. Yeah, I think the Dolphins win. I think the Jags, Urban, I think the wind's gone out of them and, and their sales, and it's a done deal. I don't, think Urban, I, I don't think Urban Meyer makes it the, the whole season. I think he's going to get fired. Yeah, you, you, you mentioned that. Like it, it, he probably will. I mean, he, let's put it this way. He, he, he better not show up to work with one of those, you know, bar stamps on his hand again. <laughs> because then he's for sure. He's for sure. <laughs> Anytime you have to have a breathalyzer when you go to work. Uh, All right, here we go. Next game from the NFC North Division. Oh, the black and blue division. The Green Bay Packers, 4-1 on the road against the 3-2 Chicago Bears. Okay, I have the Packers. Aaron Rodgers is healthy, I believe. I have the Packers at 7-point game. They got them here as minus 4.5. Okay, yeah, I kind of like the Packers. I think the Bears, uh, I think the Bears, uh, I, I can't believe they won last week, but. Uh, they, they won last but, week over the Raiders because everything that was going on with the Raiders. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, you might be right. Uh, and the, the Bears, you know, I, it, to me, it's like the black and boring division. Yeah, oh, you know, it's, it's so just, terrible. It's yeah, awful. It's so, yeah, I like the Packers. Uh, for some reason, I've kind of over the years kind of become an Aaron Rodgers fan, but I didn't like him mouth the other yeah. day. But. All right, how about the next matchup, which is, God almighty, this is bad. The 3-2 and two Bengals on the road against the 0-5 Lions. Yeah, we went, now, Burroughs in Cincinnati, correct? Yes. Yes, and who's the Lions quarterback? Uh, 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 Jared Goff. Oh, yeah, right, oh, right, Goff, the former Rams guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, yes, uh, I have the Bengals a touchdown favorite. They have the Bengals as minus three and a half. I would take that all day long. Yeah, yeah. I, the only thing, you know, like I say, the Lions are at home. If the Lions are ever going to win, it's going to be at home on Thanksgiving. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> depending depending but, uh, on who they're playing. Right, right, right. <laughs> Because if they uh, have, have the uh, who is it? Is, is the uh, Lions ever played? Is it the Lions and the Cowboys, right? Yeah, Lions and Cowboys always play on Thanksgiving. Yeah, never have they ever played, played each other? other? No, have no, they ever played each other? Then yeah, right. No. Okay, yeah. No, yeah. I can only they, hope for that. Jesus, yeah, I, fuck, I can yeah. for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we're both yeah. taking the Bengals in that game. Bengals there, yep. Yeah. Um, let's see. <laughs> Ogre says at this point, I don't think Detroit could be able to beat UConn. I, I agree with that. Hey, uh, Mass- yeah, Massachusetts beat UConn. <laughs> that's a story. That's just last oh, week. So. Here's, a, here's another fucking barn burner of a game. The one in, <clears throat> the one in four Texans taking on the one in four Colts. 
Well, actually, they didn't think that's fair. The Texans will be playing the Iowa School for the Deaf. Okay, <laughs> so that's what's going to go on in. <laughs> so the the, the clock it was 40, 40 to nothing. Wait, wait, was that like a, a, a SEC versus yeah. you know? No shit. Against that's App, crazy. Against App State. Uh, App State beat uh, yeah. who? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, something like that, right? Like a real, like you know, Furman versus you know, <laughs> against uh, yeah. Alabama. So, so, yeah. So, wow, they lost too. That was crazy. Uh, the Colts, I like that. I thought the Colts are ten point favorite. Yeah, Colts are a ten point favorite. I like that all day long. Uh, next one is the four and one Rams against the one and four Giants. Oh, I got the Rams a seven and a half point favorite. I think the Rams, they're really pissed about that San Diego loss, but it's still San Diego to me, too. Yep. So, uh, so I like the Rams, but I don't know. What is the line? I have the seven and a half. The line, so. the line is at nine and a half. The Rams are minus oh. nine and a half. This is, okay. now see, to me, this is a trap game because it's an early start in New York, meaning it's a nine o'clock start for the Rams. It's an early cross country start for them. And maybe they won't get things going yet, but I the, the Giants are too beat up. The, the Cowboys beat the shit out of them last week, hurt everybody on the field, and yeah. I, I think the Rams win this easy. Don't don't they play seventeen games this year? Uh, I'm not it's, sure. It's like an extra game. I don't know. I could, but the Giants, there's going to be one of these weeks. Daniel Jones is going to throw for like six hundred yards. So you never know when that's going to happen. Well, if he's playing, because uh, we knocked him the fuck out last week, uh, boy. Whoa. We 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 made him do the Ric Flair uh, yeah. walk. It well, was then the Rams. Plenty of Red Bull on the flight, and the Rams will cover that one, I guess. All right. How about the Chiefs on the road uh, against the Washington football team? The Chiefs on the road. Oh, man, the Chiefs after. Uh, funny story real quick. I had a buddy had 3000 bucks on the Bills last week. Whoa. And by, and by winning that game, he finished the weekend $70 ahead. Show <laughs> 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 me how fun it was watching that game. Wow. For it. Yeah. So uh, I like the Chiefs by eight. They got the the Chiefs minus six and a half. I like the Chiefs all day long in this game. Washington is just terrible. This is yeah. a this is a game of unapproved mascots. We'll call it. Um, how about the two and three Minnesota Vikings taking on the three and two Carolina Panthers? I have the Panthers a four point favorite. I uh, think they're. A decent team. What's going on wow, there? Wow, the Panthers here. Uh, Minnesota's actually a one-point favorite in this game. <laughs> there you go. There's your play. Uh, I, uh, I, yeah, I like the I, I like the Panthers to win this game. I okay. won't say anything about the points, but I like the Panthers at home to win. You know, it's that time of the season, but they're like what five games in. Yeah. You're gonna see some team that didn't, you know, was like it's like two and three, you're gonna win like four in a row all of a sudden. Yeah, out of nowhere. You know? Out of yeah, nowhere. Exactly. You know, and then the second half of the season, even more of that. But yeah, somebody's gonna get hot real quick and and, and spoil some people's bets. But uh, so I think Panther, I think the Panthers. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna disagree yeah, with you. I'm gonna say the exact same thing, but for the Vikings. The Vikings are that team that gets hot. They're going to get hot, and then by at the end of the season, they're going to shit the bed like they always do. Okay, yeah, that'll be interesting to watch then. All right, good game here. Next game are the L.A. Chargers, or San Diego Chargers, 
at the four and both teams four and one at the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Okay, Chargers is real. I think the Chargers is for real. I think they're going and beat the Ravens. Really? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think they're going to town and beat the Ravens. Man, the Ravens, they, 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 they really hurt me. Maybe I'm just too sore over last week when, mm-hmm. they, when they won that game. Uh, like, was that overtime or just at the end of the game? I can't remember. Uh, but, I, I can't remember either. Yeah, I, yeah, I, but I like the Chargers to come in. And sometimes I, I don't. I don't like any AFC North teams except the Steelers. So. Yeah, I, I get that. Look, this is another one of those cross-country trips, teams playing early. I'm going to take the Chargers, and this week will define the, the L.A. Chargers. If they win, yep. they're for real. If they lose, they're the same old Chargers. It's gut check time. Yep. How about the undefeated, the only undefeated team left in the league? By the way, the Falcons, Saints, Jets, and Niners all have buys this weekend, so that's why we're not talking about them. How about cool. the undefeated Arizona Cardinals going to the Cleveland Browns? The Arizona Cardinals going into the Cleveland Browns. Let me see. Let me see my point. I'm like, uh, the Cardinals going into the Browns. I have, now listen, I, this is kind of a funny game. How we were talking about somebody gets hot. I think this is where the Cardinals all of a sudden lose a couple games. Okay. So I'm taking the Browns at home, even though I have the Cardinals a three and a half point favorite. They have the Browns here as a three-point favorite. Let me just say, uh, I am rooting for Al-Qaeda in this game because I hate both starting quarterbacks. I don't win if either team wins. That's just me. I'm, I'm refusing to pick a winner in this game because the viewers are losers for watching this game. I, I can't do it. Joe, I can't do it. I, you know what, I, I think that, I mean, I know you, I know your, your, your blood hatred runs deep for that Oklahoma Sooners, mm-hmm. but uh, I like watching that Tyler Murray. What's he about four foot ten? Yeah. And he's like, he's just pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like that, uh, he's All right. like that Tom, what's that character thing? All right. Anyway, yeah, go ahead. Uh, next game is the Las Vegas Raiders. With whoever is their fucking head coach, whoever the assistant was, Mike Mayock now is running the team, taking on one of their heated rivals in the AFC West, the also three and two Denver Broncos. You know, I, they're going to do this whole go out and win one for Gruden type of thing, but I think they just go in flat. It's the Mile High City. They're going to be stuck in air. Uh, the Broncos, I have a seven-point favorite. I have the Broncos winning that. Broncos are a three-and-a-half point here. I, look, I don't like what the Raiders did. I do like what Mark Davis said yesterday when they asked him about uh, the resignation. He said, ask the NFL. They have all the yeah. answers. I like that. Yeah, I love that. I don't like the Raiders anymore because of what happened with Gruden. So I will not pick the Raiders the rest of the season. Go Donkos. Even though it really didn't have anything to do with the Raiders, you know. Uh, but, yeah, but I see, I mean, they, I, I, think, I think the Raiders kind of just uh, threw in the towel. But, let, let, let me ask you this. You're, you're, you're an old guy like me, Joe. You and I are of the older age. We know yeah. this. Do you think if Al Davis was still alive that John Gruden would have been let go? I, you know what? 
Probably not. You no. know, and it's too bad like a Daniel Snyder was a two predator. Yeah. I mean, he probably would have that too. Uh, yeah, probably not. Yeah, yeah. Davis didn't. He, he didn't stand for crap like that. So. So yeah, and, uh, and I, I I've lost a lot of respect for the Raiders over this situation, and and it's sad because I like the Raiders franchise, but I don't like what Mark Davis did. Uh, let's get to the next game, which is my beloved Dallas Cowboys. The hottest team in the NFL. Nobody can deny that. On the road, the four and one Cowboys taking on the two and three Patriots. I had the Cowboys six and a half point favorite. Uh, we got them here at minus three and a half. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I like the Cowboys doing that thing. I, I do. I like the Cowboys. I like. The, I think the Cowboys. The Chargers and the Rams are the NFC uh, top top bill. Well, the the Chargers are in the AFC, Joe. I mean, the Chargers AFC. Excuse me, I'm sorry. When I, they're LA now, and I think of LA, I think of NFC and Eric Dickerson. Okay. Oh God, that guy! Don't don't bring him up. That guy's another fucking pain in my side. The SNU, yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks uh, for the new Trans Am. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's uh, okay. So we both take the Cowboys in that. I think the Cowboys win big. Uh, the Sunday night game, the two and three Sea Chickens are on the road against your Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, let's see. Um, of course, uh, Russell Wilson can't flip anybody off anymore. Right. So, uh, so I like the Steelers. I think the Steelers go on a little winning streak. They won last week. I think they're going to pull together two or three in a row. So uh, I like the Steelers. Coach Omar Epps. Coach Omar Epps is. Uh, uh, they have a five point. Uh, they they are a five point favorite here on ESPN. I like the Steelers at home just because yeah. they're the Steelers at home. Yeah, and they're getting you know, and like I said, you know, it, it, uh, that's another guy which he does it all the time. But Roethlisberger is going to have a four TD five hundred yard game one of these days too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so All right. I'm hoping it's that, too. So. Last game is Monday night game. Another good Monday night game. The 4-1 and one Bills taking on the 3-2 and two Titans. Bills, I have a 7.5 point favorite. They got 5.5 here on ESPN. Okay. This is my shocker upset of the week. I'm taking the Titans. Whoa, whoa, whoa. All right. Hey, I, I respect that pick. I, I'm not going to do it because I have a rule. I never pick teams from Tennessee on this show. And this week it's easy because I like the Bills. The Bills are my NFC team or AFC team. I like the Bills. I think the Bills represent. We might see a Bills-Cowboys Super Bowl this year. A Bills move. That would be, you know, and then the Bills will lose their sixth Super Bowl. Yes, exactly. They'll <laughs> bring back Marv Levy to help. Marv Levy will coach that game. Um, you know, that's the, this is the NFL. There's 16 games or something like that. There's going to be four upset. You know, yeah. so it's, you know, it's just kind of getting lucky and picking them. You know, so that's why I'm just kind of going out on them and saying, I think this will be one of the. Upsets. All right. Well, Joe, so. you have a great weekend. I hope you win your millions this weekend, my friend, and I will talk to you next week. Thanks, buddy. I appreciate it. All right, man. Uh, everybody, that was Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy right there. Uh, you're out just says, just popped in for a minute to say go Dodgers. I'm not very optimistic about tonight, but my dad always said, it ain't over until the fat lady sings, so I shall refrain from singing. I Look, I like the Dodgers. I'm sorry. Sorry, all you Giants fans. I like the Dodgers. 
keeping in the sports angle, we got a couple more sports stories before we take a break. They're already talking about this, and and look, I don't watch a lot of NASCAR now anymore due to the fact that Dale Earnhardt's dead, and Dale Earnhardt was NASCAR, the greatest driver in any motorsport ever. But now they are talking about, are you ready? Hybrid-powered nice NASCARs. They released the new mock-ups of NASCAR's The Next Generation car this week. The car was tested at the Charlotte Motor Speedway, has a composite body, independent rear suspension, big brakes, larger wheels, five-speed, transaxle, and is still powered by that big old V8 gas-powered God bless American loving engine. And then they say, for now. NASCAR has suggested that a hybrid powertrain could be on the way, and it could be here by 2024. Did, did, I, 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 look, just, just, just stop. Just stop. Okay? Look, no, no, nobody wants... NASCAR is powered by canola oil. Okay, n- n- nobody wants that. We we don't want to plug in a NASCAR. And then what what are the pit stops like? Are the pit stops like twenty five minutes long, where they got to charge the car, and they can go around a few more laps, and then they have to charge the car again? No, I I I just don't want that. No, I I don't need it. I, I you know what? I I want gas. I want gas powered cars. I, I when whenever Tesla decides to enter the NASCAR world, I will then become a race car driver. I will assume the number three and drive a black car, and I will my job will be one job only, and that's not to win races. That is to crash the Tesla. Oh my God! I, I, no, I, I just look, look. If you want to drive a hybrid, I'm not going to be like Fred here. He says, if you're for electric and hybrid, you're anti-American. Look, I ain't going to say that. I understand people want to drive cleaner cars and stuff like that. That's fine. So be it. Don't bring it to NASCAR. Don't ruin NASCAR more than it's been ruined already. First of all, it got ruined when Dale Earnhardt died. Then when they started letting people team up, and now we got teams on the tracks, when it wasn't every man for himself, I'm sorry, every person for himself, due to the fact that Danica Patrick was probably one of the worst drivers ever known in the history of mankind in NASCAR, Dick Trickle was better than she was, for God's sakes. But now they're talking about hybrid cars in NASCAR? No, no. Bootleggers never fucking relied on, on hybrid power to get away from the police, and that's how NASCAR got its start. It's a good old boy network. Let's keep it the good old boys. I know it makes too much money and all that kind of good stuff. One more kind of sports story, and you guys are not going to like it. I'm just, oh, wait, I got an email. By the way, all emails are sponsored uh, by JS Flores, Best in the West. The rest, it, it, look, they want to drive hybrid-powered cars. That's what the rest do. They show up at your house in a hybrid car, and then they never leave because you don't have a charging station there. So now they're blocking your driveway. Congratulations. JS Floors won't do that because they believe in gas-powered cars, and they believe in putting in great floors. 
give Jesse a call at 775-267-4123. This is from our friend Brad Bradley. He says, hey, Arnie, I know that you said you do not like many Garth Brooks songs. No, I do not. I was curious if you've heard his new song, That's What Cowboys Do. I was curious to see what you thought about it. To me, it sounds like a George Strait could have recorded it. It even mentions Texas in it. Love the show, uh, Brad. Uh, Bradley, I had not heard that song until I saw your email this morning, and I listened to it. Uh, here, here, hold on a second. Let me, we'll play some of it here uh, before I give you my Garth Brooks. What, what's the name of this fucking thing? Uh, that's what cowboys do. Okay, here we go. This is his new song. Uh, all right, we'll play some of it here. All right, after the DXL commercial once again, because DXL has to get all their ads in on my show for some reason and not give me any free clothes. There you go. She told me she was lonely and it'd be alright If happy ever after only meant one night So we saddled up and sat and rode off for the morning sun That means sex. That's what that meant. That meant sex. Oh, somewhere between the neon and the morning skies I saw that I was falling for those deep blue eyes And I couldn't help but one could this woman be the one? All right, uh, that's enough. Uh, the song was actually written for another group, but Garth liked it so much that he kept it for himself. Uh, that's the story that I read about it. Um, I, I don't care for it. I'm glad George Strait wasn't doing that song. I don't care for the song, but here's the thing. I will give him credit. The song will not be a hit on country radio because it sounds like a country song. That sounded like an actual country music song right there. And country radio hates country music, so they don't play anything. And there, there's no mentions of creeks or truck beds or buckles, bunnies, or beer. So I will say that song will not be a hit for Garth Brooks. Not a half. I Look, it, it's not horrible except the fact that Garth Brooks is singing it. And I appreciate it, Bradley. Thank you so much for asking me about that and, and pointing that to me. Uh, I am not a fan of his, so, uh, but that song is far too country to be played on country radio. Uh, shit, if they do that, I'll run my charger out there with other gas-powered cars. Might wreck it, but it would be worth running a track, yeah? Uh, all right, final sports story that I have for you today, and like I said, you're not going to like it, and I'm sorry, I apologize. Netflix has released a trailer for Colin Kaepernick's new documentary, Colin in Black and White. It's a six-episode bio series on the former quarterback. The new trailer is out. I have not watched the trailer, mainly because, oh, well, here's part of the trailer. Let's see. Since the day I was born, my passion, my love, was being a quarterback. But what you start out as is not necessarily what you become. While I was in high school, I felt a lot of different emotions. Sometimes scary. Smooth. 
So this is going to be kind of like the Chris Rock show. Everybody hates Chris. There's an actor portraying him in high school, and he's going to narrate. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I did say, I said Charger. I apologize. Uh, Challenger. My bad. I, I apologize, Mike. I, I did not mean to do that. That was just me quick reading. Um, for his part, Colin Kaepernick thinks that his life story will inspire black kids to strive for more. Quote, I want black and brown kids and their communities to find guidance in how we can combat racism and oppressive systems. I hope someone can see that they too can come out on the other side and be able to say, I face those struggles. I've worked through them and I was able to be successful and come out on the other end. Keep my dignity and my identity intact. Um, by the way, uh, is the high school in Turlock? It should be in Turlock because that's where he went to school, right? With his uh, parents who were either, what, military or, or police. And they were white and they adopted him because his mother gave him up. But white people are all evil. Uh, I'm just going to say it right now. This is going to be a flop for Netflix. I, I don't plan on watching it. Please don't ask me, hey, Arnie, did you see this? Uh, it, and who knows, it could blow up on there. Because, I, I look, uh, Christopher, God bless Christopher, because he sent me a review for Squid Games, and I, I didn't put it up because I was like, what the fuck is this? Squid Games turned out to be the biggest thing that's ever hit Netflix, and I still have yet to watch it. Watch this if you want. I, I, I'm, not interested. I, I'm not interested in anything Colin Kaepernick has to sell. Uh, he he has jumped the proverbial shark, uh, as far as I'm concerned, forever. And but the series I, does it have a start date on here? I'll, I'll do my job and I'll say when it's. Uh, it doesn't say when it's going to start. So there you go. Uh, all right, we'll take a break here. When we come back, man. Oh man, do I have such an awesome story. Oh, this is so good about good old Ruth Bader. Oh, I love it. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Is this the real life? Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. Open your eyes. Look up to the skies and see I'm just a cool boy I need no sympathy Because I'm easy come, easy go Little high, little low Anywhere the wind blows Doesn't really matter
see a little silhouette of a man. Scaramouche, Scaramouche, will you do the bandango? Thunderbolt and lightning, very, very frightening me. Galileo, 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 Picaro. I'm just a poor boy, nobody loves me. He's just a poor boy from a poor family, sparing his life from this monstrosity. Mamma mia, mamma mia, let me go. Beelzebub has a devil put aside for me, for me, for me.
757-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. All right, it is uh, Friday Eve. Tomorrow we have the Mount Rushmore of Gay along with nothing but cover songs. And no, I'm not doing Dwight Yoakam's Purple Rain cover because I know a lot of people hate it. I seem to be one of the only people that like it. Lots of covers that you guys like tomorrow. Um, by the way, uh, Brady Kid says he was another on my bucket list. Miss Prince, yeah. Uh, agree, Brady. He was a genius. Lucky to have seen him in SAC back in the day. I saw him in Reno, probably one of the greatest shows I ever saw. The Warbird, as we all know him on the show, was invited to come up on stage, and Prince looked at him and said, I didn't know Reno had a bunch of pimps in there. Two story. Ah, but yes, Prince is missed. But tomorrow we will be playing nothing but cover songs, and it will be a great, great show. At least I think it'll be. But this story, I've been waiting to do this. There's like two stories in here that I've been waiting to do, and I can't wait to do them right here, right now. That bitch, Katie Couric. Back in 2016, five years ago, she sat down and had a candid interview with Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Now, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who died, what, last year? The the oldest woman ever to be on the Supreme Court. If you look at the signing of the, the Constitution you will see Ruth Bader Ginsburg in there serving drinks. It's true. She was 482 years old. She was the oldest woman to ever serve the United States uh, Supreme Court. And she was very, very liberal, if you will. Now, this is what makes this story so fantastic. She sat down and had an interview with her. And Katie Couric says she did this to protect Ruth Bader Ginsburg. By the way, Ruth Bader Ginsburg did not need protection from anybody, okay? She was savage. People loved this woman for some odd reason. And Katie says that she was faced with a conundrum on this. So she edited this out of the interview. She edited it out when Ruth Bader Ginsburg Oh, and then she says she didn't understand the question. They asked her about taking a knee for the national anthem. Ruth Bader Ginsburg said that such protests showed contempt for government that has made it possible for their parents and grandparents to live a decent life. She was not protecting Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Ruth Bader Ginsburg was speaking like an older American that is anti-taking a knee for the national anthem. And before anybody says it, yes, you can do that. That's why they fight for it, blah, blah, blah. But Ruth Bader Ginsburg, a liberal Supreme Court justice, was opposed to taking a knee for the national anthem. National Anthem. She says she was elderly and didn't fully understand the question. Are you kidding me? Katie Kirk, are you serious? She was on the Supreme Court until 2020. Are you saying that she was 
confused up there as well? She admits she didn't want to prote- she wanted to protect Ginsburg and felt that the issue of racial justice was a blind spot for. Her. Racial justice it has nothing to do with rape. The idea of taking a racial justice, I imagine that Ruth Bader Ginsburg wanted racial justice. I don't think that Ruth Bader Ginsburg was against racial justice. By the way, I don't know a lot of people that are against racial justice. But for Katie Couric to come out here and do this and then admit to editing the interview shows that she is not a journalist whatsoever. We don't have journalism anymore. We have political activists who report the goings-on of society. Once again, it's infotainment. I love when old people say just whatever they want. Why not at that point? Ogre says, I knew it. RGB was a fucking racist. I I love the fact that Ruth Bader Ginsburg came out and said she was opposed to this. Once again, once again. I'm opposed to people taking a knee, too. I don't like it. That makes me a racist? No. It makes me have a feeling. I don't like it. When men, men and women fucking die for that flag and you take a knee, yes, you're, you are doing exactly what they're fighting for, yes. I don't have to like it. I don't have to like it at all. I can't stand that there are two national anthems played now before NFL games. I think that's ridiculous. Yes, all signs are pointing to me being a racist. That's fine. If you want to get into the woke name-calling world, then you go right into it with me. But I think this is terrible. You have a chance to, to interview a Supreme Court justice, and you're going to edit their words to, quote-unquote, protect them? Kirk felt that when Ginsburg said that people like Kaepernick were dumb and disrespectful, those comments that were unworthy of a crusader for equality like the liberal Supreme Court justice, she spoke her mind. Bill Maher said it right. Either we keep the current one or we adopt a new one, but there has to be only one. Amen to that. For the longest time, Bill Maher was making a lot of sense, and then last week he went on a tirade about how Trump is using shadow government to move in, and there's going to be a coup that happens, and we're going to see all this. Stop. I think somebody got to Bill and said, hey, Bill, uh, you're making too much sense being central and doing what's right for the country. Uh, You need to go on your whack job fucking tirades again. Otherwise, we're going to cancel you. And Bill Maher, look, Bill Maher's a comedian, and he wants to make money. So, of course, he's going to go, oh, okay, boss. Yeah, Douglas says the coup already happened last November. Amen to that. But, yeah, he said something last week about how Trump is supporting all these attorney generals, and now they're going to be the ones who are, are, I forget exactly what it was for the states. For each state, he's supporting them. And they're going to support him in the next election and do all this kind of stuff. And we're not going to get a real election next time. It's going to be fixed. And, and, and listening to it, I was like, well, all right, there he goes. Bill Maher's back on my most hated people list again. Right up there with Katie Couric. I, I don't know. 
I, I honestly don't know how anyone would take this woman serious from here on out. She admits to editing something the Supreme Court justice said. By the way, by the way, did you not want ratings? Because can you imagine? And, and, and by the way, see, this proves how stupid Katie Couric is. If you leave that in, do you know how viral that's going to go? But what it's really going to do is this. It's going to upset the left. You're just mad because she turned you down for a date. Yes, I'm still not over that ogre. That is a story that would have gone so viral that Ruth Bader Ginsburg is opposed to people taking a knee for the national anthem. That story might have gotten Katie Couric back on national television. But Katie is far too smart for that, so she edited it herself. Ginsburg went on to say that such protests show contempt for the government that has made it possible for their parents and grandparents to live a decent life, she said, which they probably could not have lived in places they came from. As they came, became older, they realized that this was youthful folly, and that's why education is important. Man, God forbid we ever hear a fucking Supreme Court justice who, who favors the left say something that's halfway moderate. Wow. Katie Kirk goes on to ask her, I I guess this is a big part. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg says, would I arrest them for doing it? No. I think it's dumb and disrespectful. I would have the same answer if you asked me about flag burning. Yes, exactly. I think it's terrible to do. But I wouldn't lock a person up for doing it. I would point out how ridiculous it seems to me to do such an act. If they want to be arrogant, there's no law that prevents them from doing that. What I would do is strongly take issue with the point of view that they are expressing when they do that, she added. Bravo! I never thought I would give a fucking bravo to Ruth Bader Ginsburg, but bravo to that old fucking bat. Man, wow, that's huge. Oh, God, Demi Lovato was out shopping with Paris Hilton. Can Demi Lovato get some makeup that doesn't make her look like a fucking circus clown? Wow, boy, it's easy to tell which one's which. There's a fat one wearing a tablecloth, and then there's Paris Hilton. Yikes. Where are they going in? They got to be going into a plus size store for fucking Demi Lovato. Wow, has she gotten big. I I guess she doesn't like to say aliens because she likes to eat them. Good God almighty. Oh, more of the woke news here. You ready for this? Here's the headline. Chicago Catholic School apologizes over viral video of, quote, racist white kids not dancing to Spanish song at homecoming. But the DJ said the kids did the same thing when they played Justin Bieber. What? Oh, come on. I mean, kids at a dance aren't really dancing. 
No. White kids at Marist High School in Chicago were filmed at their dance, refusing to dance to Piasco de Rodeo, a song released in 1997 by Mexican country band Caballo Dorado. The DJ from the dance, parents, and the school say the kids also refused to dance to English songs that they didn't like. Even though they did dance happily to other Spanish songs, but none of that was caught on camera. Now, of course, Spanish kids at the school say they don't feel safe because of this. Parents have said their kids are too scared to set the record straight because they don't want to be bullied. The school knows the facts but apologized and said, when one of us hurts, we all hurt. Can we just stop? Can we just stop with that blanket statement? When one of us hurts, we all hurt. I, I don't. If Arnie Jr. went to that high school, first of all, he's going stag because if he looks anything like me, he's not going to get a date. So he's at this dance, he's standing there with his friends, and a song comes on that he doesn't like, and he doesn't dance to it. Now, now, by the way, if, if he is my son, genetically, that means that motherfucker can dance. Because daddy can dance. And when he hears a song that he likes, he goes out there and dances. See, this is like, this is like being at a roller skate rink. Let, let's go back in time, shall we? Come on, ass family, uh, go with me on this road trip. Let's go back. You remember when we were kids, late elementary, junior high time, the place to go was the roller skating rink. So we didn't have dances to go to every weekend. We didn't have these mashup get-togethers. We went to the skating rink. Now, I wasn't much of a skater. Let's just say I have balance issues. I would tip over a lot. That's no joke. I hated roller skating. But I would go to the roller skating rink, and I would be able to get around a couple times. But I only did it to songs that I liked. Wow. So what you're saying now is high school kids at dances have to dance to every single song that's out there. Otherwise, they're racist. I'm tired. I, I, I can't do it anymore, ask family. I just, I, I can't. I, I, I truly have hit a true gigantic wall here. Douglas, I see you're saying what, what they are. They're race baiters. I, I don't know what they, they plan on achieving or getting out of this. But if the kids aren't dancing to white English songs as well, then wait, wait a second. I mean, when, by the way, when are enough of us going to say, stop it? Because that's what it's going to take. It's going to take us ones that are tired of all this, that really don't have the time or the inclination to waste our time and our breath and everything to finally say enough is enough. We're going to have to call in sick to work. We're going to have to go out there and, and become part of the protest and say enough is enough. Stop it. 
These kids are not racist for doing so. They might not know that song. They might not like that song. I don't know the song. I'm not a big fan. Look, does it make me a bad person that I don't like Tejano music? I didn't know who Selena was until she was killed. And I worked at a rock radio station. I had no idea who she was. Am I a bad person for that? For what they're saying here in this story, you are a bad person. So the next time uh, Enrique Iglesias releases a song, you better be dancing your ass off to it. Even if it's a fucking ballad, you better be out there cutting a rug. Otherwise, you're going to be a racist. I don't know about you, but I, I, I'm tired of it. I, I, enough. Kids are afraid to go to school because they'll get bullied. Really? Fucking let me go to school, dude. Send me to school. Let these kids bully me. See what happens. You're going to play stupid games? I'm going to make sure you win plenty of stupid prizes. And that prize is my foot going up your ass. Tired of it. Just stop. Stop with all this stuff. Stop with the toxic masculinity. Stop with all this stuff. We need masculinity in our society. We need people to not have to like all kinds of music. Because if they like all kinds of music, then every radio station is going to be rated the same. If everybody's special, then nobody's special. Just remember that. If you learn anything from any animated movie you've ever seen, learn that from The Incredibles. If we're all special, then nobody's special. Oh, Artie, you can't say that. Well, I just did. I just did because I'm sick and tired of it. I'm sick and tired of the bullshit. Aren't you? Aren't you tired of me doing stories like this? Why can't we get more cool stories like this one from Norway I'm about to do? Because this story from Norway that I'm about to do is the kind of stories I like to wake up for. I like to wake up for stories like what, what, what Katie Couric did. And then I like to wake up for stories like this. Day. This one is so good. It's so delicious. And it's something that could never, ever happen in Texas. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you this right now. This would never happen in the great state of Texas. Happened yesterday in Norway. A Danish citizen in his 30s has been arrested and charged after five people were killed and two others were injured after a man attacked using a bow and arrow. In the Norwegian town of Kongsberg, the dude is walking down the street with a bow and arrow. Is the chat not working anymore? I don't know. Uh, the chief police chief said uh, uh, had a press conference said that the uh, alleged attacker has been arrested and, according to our information, is the only person implicated. 
<laughs> Police said it was an assault bow with a high-capacity quiver and pistol grip. I'm just telling you right now, if some dumb shit were to do this in Texas, walk around the streets with a bow and arrow, he would get shot from so many different directions. Why can't cool shit like this happen closer? I want to see a dummy walking down the street with a bow and arrow. I got to tell you what, man, this guy's like Hawkeye, though. To kill five people? Um, the police chief declined to comment on the press and that a police officer had been shot in the back. He said the attacks happened over a large area in town. Now, I don't know this. Maybe y'all can help me. Did their police not carry guns, neither? In, in Norwegia? Because this was in the Norwegian town of Kongsberg. Do Kongsberg police, uh, part of the Norwegian police force, do they not carry guns? Uh, was he at least dressed up like Tonto? That would have been funny as fuck. No, it doesn't say. Let's see. There had been a confrontation between officers and the assailant, but he did not elaborate. Two people were in intensive care, including an off-duty police officer. Um, the prime minister described reports of the attack as horrifying and said it was too early to speculate on the man's motive. Well, he's a fucking nut because this is the motive. He's crazy because he's walking down the street with a bow and arrow. I can't wait to hear what happens next. In Finland, is somebody going to be killed because somebody's walking around town with a slingshot? This just brings to life that old Treehouse of Horrors episode from The Simpsons. When we got rid of guns... And no more tanks and no more bombs. And the aliens took over until Mo found a board with a nail in it. And the aliens were terrified because now we had a weapon. He's still pissed that Black Widow leapt to her death. Spoiler alert. Come on now, ogre. A woman who witnessed the attack told the local TV station she heard a disturbance, then saw a woman taking cover and a man standing on the corner with arrows in a quiver on his shoulder and a bow in his hand. Do, do, do you know what you could have defeated him with? I don't know. Maybe an automobile? Maybe you run the motherfucker over? You don't need a gun. Afterwards, I saw people running for their lives. One of them was a woman holding a child by the hand. A large number of police, as well as helicopters, dogs, and armed response teams secured the area. And the suspect was arrested 20 minutes later after a brief confrontation with officers. He was arrested? Why not shoot the motherfucker in the arm and then let the dogs attack? Canine, attack. Eight ambulances, three air ambulances have been dispatched to the scene, and Oslo University Hospital were on standby to receive the victims. I got to say it, man. I got to say, how backward is that country 
that a guy can hold the city at bay with a bow and arrow. Yeah, I, I, I don't want to live there anytime soon. <laughs> They've got a picture of an arrow stuck in the fucking wood here. <laughs> it's in a wall somewhere. Uh, the shooting appeared to have start uh, near a uh, coop store in the city uh, where there were several casualties. The media reported citing regional government officials who said details are still very confused. There was a serious incident in the store, but no employees were among the injured. We are providing assistance. Running for their lives? It's a fucking bow. A hay bale would be able to cover all you need. Get in your car. Drive away. Now you're running for your lives. Oh my God, he has a bow and arrow. He can shoot and reload every eight seconds. We'll never get away. Maybe it was the Russian Rambo. Oh. Carrie Ann Sand, the mayor of the town, (laughs) said the attack was a tragedy for all those involved. I have no words. I do. I, I have words. Arm your police. Shortly after the attack, Norway's national police said it had ordered officers nationwide to carry firearms. Norwegian police are normally unarmed, but officers have access to guns and rifles when needed. A disgruntled Redskins fan. This is an extra precaution. The police have no indication so far that there is a change in the national threat level. Billy, because a bow and arrow attack is going to be a change to the national threat level. (laughs) Hey, hey, President Biden, if you want to take over a nation, if you want to attack anybody, go to Norway. Go to Norway. and, and, And I tell you what. Take a revolver. They will fucking poop their pants if you have a revolver. I mean, this guy held a fucking city at bay with a bow and arrow. I still find it amusing that some of the pussiest pussies on earth used to uh, used to be the most feared, vicious, skilled warriors on earth, right? Isn't this where Vikings are from? <coughs> Good old Nor- Norway, the Norse, the Vikings. They would drink their, 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 their opponent's blood. And now they're like, oh, shit, a bow and arrow. Quick, run. Oh, my God. You know, we could, do, we could defeat Norway with fireworks. Take a whole roll of black cats, and you're going to scare the shit out of all them damn people. I could take over Norway with Roman candles. It's like that Simpsons episode. Yeah, you need to take over with a board and a big nail in it. The treehouse of horrors, absolutely. My God, that is just so funny. And by the way, this was a lead news story here in Texas. Officials in Norway are still trying to gather evidence as a man opened fire with a bow and arrow. They're lucky I wasn't on set. A bow and arrow? What the fuck? 
<laughs> Breaking news, all ticket holders for Vikings homes games will now be banned from entering with bows, arrows, darts, or sporks. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> are you kidding? Biden would send troops over there, pull them back, and leave them better weapons. <laughs> I mean, like, like... It was bad the, the first time we went to the Gulf and you had the Iraqis that were, were they, they were, they were uh, uh, giving up, they were surrendering to CNN news crews. I thought, wow, those are the biggest pussies in the world. Well, Norway's like, hold on a second, hold our really heavy fucking curled beer. <laughs> no, not a bow and arrow. My God. I'm just lucky. I'm glad he didn't bring the catapult out. <laughs> he could have taken out a window. Boy, and you know it's your time to go if you die a bow and arrow death. <laughs> oh, that's just too good. That is, I, I mean, if I had international calling, I'd be calling them right now. Oh, that's just too gold. Hey, congratulations uh, to a uh, California high school program here. Patterson High School. I don't know where the fuck it is. Maybe it'll sell me here. Uh, introduced students to the possibility of a career in truck driving. An industry facing work shortages impacting the nation's supply chain. I think this is a great idea. This is an odd... Look, uh, the industry is lacking about 63,000 drivers. It needs more drivers. You parents out there, I know, I know that you want your kids to go to college because... I don't know. I, 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 do you want them to go to college because you want them to get a great job? Or do you want them to waste four years? Because let, 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 let's be honest here. If your kid's going to be a lawyer, they got to go to college. If you're going to be a doctor, go to college. You want to be a teacher, okay, good for you. You're going to be a teacher. You ain't going to make any money. But, hey, kudos for you going to college. I have nothing against college. Nothing at all. But there are kids out there. There's no uh, work shortage of drivers. They're full of shit. Okay, thank you, Mike D. I'm just reading what they said here in Fox News. Don't, hey. I'm just a messenger, Mike D. But what I am saying is this. There's nothing wrong with getting a job driving trucks. You are just, I think you're needed even more than lawyers because you people are the backbone of our society. I can't say thank you to truck drivers enough. Yes, sometimes I get mad at the bad ones because there are bad truck drivers out there that slow down traffic, and I get pissed at it. But then I remember they are doing the work that, that there aren't enough people doing. I say kudos to this. I think this is a great idea. I think that, that high school, especially now, we need to move the curriculum around a little bit. Why don't we encourage kids to be mechanics or plumbers or carpenters or things like that, electricians. Sorry, I didn't mean to leave anybody out. 
These are the jobs that keep America going. All these people that bitch and moan about how expensive it is to be a plumber, well, you root around in shit and see how much you would charge, especially when that is a, a reliable, useful skill. Uh, wasn't naming y'all. I know, I know you weren't, Mike. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I applaud this high school for doing that. That's the one good thing that my old high school that doesn't exist anymore, South Garland, they have an extensive auto mechanic training in the school now. And I think that's great. And like I said, I have nothing against college. I think college is wonderful for the kids that need college that want to move on in their life. Uh, that uh, arises. That's why I love being in a community college because so many of those programs are here and somewhat affordable. Uh, yeah, and you have your ass crack hanging out all day. Plumbers deserve raises. Look, I'll say it for plumbers and electricians. We need those people. We need these jobs filled. And I say kudos to it. I I, I mean, look. I guess we need a bunch of middle management people running companies all over the country, and that's why, you know, a lot of people do go to college and they become middle managers. And, look, look, they're happy with their life. They pay their bills. They, they have families that they take care of. Kudos to you. But with all the supply issues that we're starting to have around this country, I don't see what's so wrong. I, I don't look down on truck drivers. I don't look down on electricians. I don't look down on plumbers. Who am I, first of all, to look down on anyone? I'm a fucking talk show host, for Christ's sake. I'm really, really good at it, but it's not a, it's not a skilled trait that nobody else can do. I was trained to do it. I became good at it. People used to get mad when we would... we. Like, people in my industry would get mad at us for, for making the money that we made. And we're like, well, we know what we're worth. And electricians, they should know what they're worth. Plumbers should know what they're worth. Truck drivers should know what they're worth. These are the real backbone jobs of America. Yes. Yes, Ogre, we need more cultural awareness professors, data managers, political analysts, and lawyers. Uh, Cowboys Girl says, my high school used to have wood shop, my favorite, and auto mechanics. Through, uh, though, got rid of both now, and they have woke collars like LGBTQ or stupid. It used to be required to take home ec in junior high, not anymore. I took home economics. I took sewing. I took a cooking class in, in, in high school. The most valuable class I ever took was typing in high school. I remember that. I don't remember trig. I took college trigonometry. I have no idea how to do it anymore. By the way, made an A in it. You have real jobs like plumbers or manufacturing technicians to third world countries. As a truck driver, it's not easy out there some days. I love my job. I mean, I can listen to the show all day while driving. No, and, and see, that's the thing. These are hard jobs. And I'm not saying that being a teacher isn't a hard job. I'm not saying that being a lawyer isn't a hard job. But being a truck driver is a, a demanding job. 
a plumber. Look, everybody wants to make a joke. Oh, plumber's a shitty job. But think about it. Plumbers have to root around in your shit. And you know why they're expensive? Because they're rooting around in your shit. If you want electricity in your house, then guess what? You're going to pay your electrician whatever they fucking charge. Too bad, so sad. And by the way, by the way, these are jobs that will never go away. I'm just telling you. Here's another one. And I have a, a, a good friend in the comedy world who does this. His name is Morty the Mortician. You want to talk about a job that's always going to have fucking business, become a mortician. I'm not talking about becoming like, you know, a, a, a doctor that does, you know, a pathology reports and things like that. I'm not talking about being a coroner. You don't got to go to college. I don't think you have to go to college to be a mortician. But that's a job that will never stop. If you want, look, honestly, honestly, if you want your, to set your kids on the right track, set them up for a job that will always be available. You're always going to have a customer if you're a plumber, if you're an electrician. Some of those other ones, they go away. You're not always working. You'll always be working as a plumber. You'll always be working as a truck driver. If you're a mortician, of course you're always going to be working. Why? Because people die. Those electricians or HVAC techs who charge a, a lot are the ones who keep you from freezing to death in the winter or having a useless fridge. Uh, they are way smarter than you because they can understand how circuits work and keep your house from burning down if you tried wiring things yourself. Exactly. Another one, HVAC. That's another great career. Put your kids on that. By the way, by the way, here, here you go. Here's another one. Here, here's another great job. Learn how to build and become a contractor. With the rate that this country's growing and all the immigrants and all the people that are coming here, guess what they're going to need? That's right. They're going to need houses. And those houses don't build themselves. You can look down, uh, and, and this is what I've never, ever understood about America as a whole. America looks down on the blue-collar jobs. It really does. I, I, I got a story for you here. Um, when I was working in Seattle, we had this promotion that we did there. It was one of these springtime promotions that it, it, it's there to to gather ratings and things like that. And it was be a part of Seattle's workforce on 99.1 KISW. Now, we sat through this whole lecture about it that the, the consultant came up with this. And this is one of the first runs of that game where you listen and you, if they call your name, if you sign up for it, you have 
nine minutes and 91 seconds to call in. You call in, so you have ten and a half minutes to call in. And then you're on the clock. Then they call somebody else's name the next hour. And if they don't call in, then you stay on the clock and you get their $100 that hour. Now, we sat through this to hear about how we thought, uh, not me. They were trying to tell us, oh, you have so many white-collar workers that this is a great game for you to play while they're in their offices working, blah, blah, blah. Not only blue-collar people work uh, or listen to the radio, but white-collar people do too. Which, by the way, I didn't need to be told that. I thought that was stupid. And this was a contest that was geared more to the white-collar people. And I'll never forget, when when they showed the logo for this contest... The logo was, you know, be a part of Seattle's workforce, and it was hammers and saws and all this stuff for blue collars, which they told us not to even worry about. And I'm sitting there going, if you don't worry about the blue collar worker, then you're missing the bread and butter. Because they are the bread and butter. And yet they get looked down upon all the time. Uh, let's see. Uh, there are programs that colleges uh, aren't fond of called Year Up. They train you as low-level employees, apprentices for a year, and then move you in. You don't need a degree in fields like banking, IT, etc. That's great. Literally seven occasions I have been compared to a doctor, Kale says, because he's an HVAC tech. Mike D says, that's true. I'll build anything in, in my house. He, and it comes to electricity, fuck that. And slanging this ivermectin is a hard job, too. Balling. Look. Whoa. Olivia Wilde poses nude in untouched... Whoa, hey, do we have any of these nude photos? I don't see a nipple there. She's got nude underwear on. She's not nude. Oh, that's bullshit. That's clickbait. God damn you, Fox News. Clickbait me like that. To me, th- to me, this is one of those things, it's like, this is a no-brainer for me. You know your kids. You know that, that maybe they're not going to be smart enough to be a surgeon. Okay, because it takes a pretty smart kid to be a surgeon. We, we can all admit that, right? And I'm not saying you have to be dumb to do these other jobs, but maybe your kid's not quite enough to be surgeon level. Why not put them in a class like this? Because the other parent, and I'll tell you why. We all know why. What does your son do for a living? Oh, he's a doctor. Oh, what, what does your daughter do? Oh, she's a nurse. Well, what does your son do, Jim? Oh, he's a plumber. Oh, sorry for that. That plumber probably makes more than the other two, and rightfully so. And I say kudos and thank you. And my hats go off to all the plumbers out there, all the HVAC techs, all the electricians out there. All those people that do these jobs that we have to have. Have to have. The truck drivers, hats off to you. And my hat's off to anybody who's working. If you have a job, I respect the shit out of that because you're not sitting at home taking a fucking handout. But get real. I mean, seriously. Well, all right, let's see. Deion Sanders shows his haggard-up toe. 
Ooh, goddamn. Well, he did have some massive toe surgery. Ugh. I don't want to see that shit. I remember going to Consumers River College in the early 90s and having some classes with dudes in Ford's asset program of mechanic training. They still had to take humanities courses, and I got along swimmingly. Nice guys, and they appreciated my help understanding the fine arts. Uh, they get an AA and a great job with Ford. We need more stuff like that at colleges and high schools. Canceling woodshop and engineering is borderline criminal and self-destructive. I agree. I completely agree. And by the way, we need to teach more kids in, in, in high school. How about the realities of economics? Let's not teach them economics, economics. Let's teach them the real world economics. Something I wish I was taught. How to balance a checkbook. How to live by a budget. I have no idea how that is. You can ask Braddy Kid about that. But how about we teach that in school as well? How about we teach the kids to be fucking adults? You've got your reading, your writing, your arithmetic. Okay, so there's three classes out of the way. How about we put in some real-world training there, too? Kale says, I'm expecting to make about 85 k this year. When my cost of living is a third of California, I live comfortably with three kids. That's awesome. And you deserve that. Kids should not be fucking adults just to fly out. Yeah, they shouldn't be having sex with them. You're, you're, you're correct about that. Uh, all right, all right. What's the next story we're going to do here? Okay, you know, and, and and we really need to ask this question because this is this is an honest question. Do we really need a new version of the movie Home Alone? There's a new Disney movie called Home Sweet Home Alone. In it, a large, chaotic family tie themselves in knots ahead of a holiday to Tokyo, only to discover. In their haste, they accidentally left one of their children behind. While they scrambled to return to their home, the boy is left to fend for himself. A danger that is only compounded when two sly burglars pick his home to be robbed. So it is a remake. And I just want to say this right now. Why? Why are people in Hollywood? Look, look, I gave you great ideas. I've got TV shows coming out the ass. And you're just going to reboot an old movie that, by the way, there was nothing wrong with it the first time it was done. By the way, this one looks like a little white kid stuck at home wearing glasses. I I, I mean, like, I, I could see them redoing this if this was like some little ethnic kid left at home. And I say ethnic kid because I don't know who they're going to put in there. Is it going to be some little Asian kid that does karate or whatever the fuck on, on the assailants? Is it going to be, I don't know, a handicapped kid who uses his wheelchair to fight off the bandits? Just stop. It's not even a girl. I, I mean, I, I, that's what I would think it would be if they're going to do another Home Alone. 
home alone with a girl, home alone with the black kid. Stop it. Just stop it. <laughs> home alone in the hood. Movie is over. The first time the burglars kick open the door, boy whips out an AK and mows them down. No, it's another little honky kid. White privilege. White privilege at it once again. This is just stupid. We're going to push Top Gun back for fucking forever, but we're going to bring out another Home Alone movie. Macaulay Culkin says he has nothing to do with this, like he's not one of the producers or anything. I wouldn't want to be a part of it either because the first one was fine. The second one, eh. And didn't they make a third one? I don't even remember seeing the third one. He's a little fat British kid. Oh, for God's sakes. Oh, blimey. Mom and dad left me as they go to Tokyo. Crikey's. That's with Harry Potter glasses. Yeah, I'm looking at it. This is stupid. Home Alone, Oakland. They burgle the house and they go, fuck, they have nothing. I mean, we could do this. <laughs> Home Alone, Brownsville, Texas. The kid wakes up and there's like 47 illegals in his house. You're never home alone. <laughs> That's the movie to make. You're never home alone. How dare you? Oh, I understand. Oh... <laughs> Home Alone with Greta Thunberg. How dare you? Where the script is nothing but... Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> climate change. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, <laughs> carbon footprint. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Recycle this. Blah, blah, blah. Recycle that. <laughs> Come on. This is stupid. Uh, I, we've, I, we've answered the question there, Newsbreak. Do we need a new version of Home Alone? No. Unless you're going to do something wacky. Home Alone, Haiti. They have no home. Kid wakes up. Home Alone, Ethiopia. Where's the beef? <laughs> Just stop it. Just stop it. Come out with new shit, dude. Come on. Now, speaking of food, by the way, I know you guys hate when I do this, but I got, I got to do this story. Uh, Wendy's has announced a guarantee that their fries will be hot and crispy. That's right. That's right. Wendy says, no more. If you show up and we give you cold, uncrispy fries, we will replace those with hot, crispy fries instead. Even though no one is hankering for more Wendy's fries because Wendy's fries are gross. I did not know that Michael J. Fox was forbidden from touching any walls in Haiti. I think that's a good idea. Look, let's tell the truth. Let, let, let's, just, let, let's just pull the curtain back. You get fries at Wendy's to dip in your Frosty. 
That, that, that's the who and there of it whatsoever. Nobody goes, man, oh, man, I could really go for some Wendy's fries right now. The best fries are their soggy ones that aren't super-duper hot that'll melt your face, that you can dip in a Frosty and taste the, the, the sweet and sour experience. Vice President of Culinary Interventions, John Lee, said, Really? Culinary Interventions? You're making hamburgers and fucking fries. At Wendy's, we are always looking for new ways to innovate our menu. When we see the competition lacking, as a fry fanatic, it's not okay for fries to be just okay. Well, then y'all should stop making fries. Tell you this right now. I, I do like Wendy's. I like Wendy's a lot. I don't like the fries that much. Their chicken nuggets, I think, are second to none. Their chicken nuggets are fucking, they're fire, as the kids would say. And come on, we all go to Frosty. We, we all go up for the Frosty. That's why we go to Wendy's, because we have a hankering for Frosty. It's delicious. How about when they give me some bad fries, you just give me a Frosty? I would rather have that. Oh, these fries suck. Give me a Frosty. Nobody goes to Wendy's for their fries. We all know who has the best. McDonald's has the best fries. The end. You want tater tots? Go to Sonic. Last night, I had onion rings that were fucking spectacular at Whataburger. I was about to say the same there. Nuggets are the bomb. Now, see, as far as chicken nuggets go, this, this, this is a tough one here. Like, like Chick-fil-A does everything fantastically. So I, I, I can't say any, I, I can't even welcome them in the conversation because to me they're above fast food because their macaroni and cheese is so fucking good. But when it comes to chicken nuggets, everybody tries to say McDonald's has the best chicken nuggets. And we, look, look, we are not including like Canes and all the, all the chicken restaurants. Even though if KFC put out nuggets, they would kill everybody. But as far as it goes, when, when, when it comes down to it, like McDonald's and, and, and Burger King and Wendy's, when it comes down to chicken nuggets, I, I, I put Wendy's above everybody else. Wendy's chicken nuggets are fucking awesome. McDonald's, I don't even know if that's real chicken. And I don't think that... Uh, Jack in the Box has strips, chicken strips, so that that's not really a, you know a nugget. And 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 look, if you're gonna get real nuggets, then then go to who's he what's it, uh, Chick Fil A, because their nuggets are pretty goddamn good too. Don't fuck up and get the grilled nuggets like I did one time. That was a bad choice. Oh, that was such a bad choice. Who wants grilled nuggets? Mm-mm-mm. And I can go for some fucking chicken today. Chicken sounds good. After seeing how McNuggets are made, the pink ooze, I just can't. Wish I never saw that damn video. See, that's why I don't watch videos. Uh-uh. I've never watched them make a hot dog video because I don't want to see it. You know why? Because hot dogs are fucking delicious. I know. I, I, I Here I am. Here I am doing it again, talking about food. Sorry, everybody. I'll shut up. All right, let's see what we got here. Oh, man, this story. (laughs) Oh, Dateline India. 
Thank you. Come again. Suraj Kumar. He's in a little bit of trouble. Um, I guess things were not going good in his marriage. You see, he's 28. His wife is 25. Things were not going well, I guess, in their marriage. Let me, let me read on to see because it gives the, the gist right away. Uh, yeah, he didn't like his wife at all. So uh, he, I, and I guess they don't do divorces. I don't know. I'm not, and I, I'm not trying to be a, a bigot or a racist here when it comes to being in, I've never been there. I don't know how it works. But what he did to get rid of his wife, this has got to be top five ways of getting rid of your wife of all time. Mr. Kumar went to a local, I don't know where he went. I don't, I don't know if he went to a local bazaar or a market or wherever they shop and buy this, but he bought himself a large King Cobra Viper. I'm not making this up. And he let it go while his wife was sleeping. Um, oh, wait, wait. Oh. Okay, hold on. Let me read this. Uh, Mr. Kumar set loose a highly venomous Russell Viper snake on his wife. Oh, so he did this. He did this twice. I'm sorry. I didn't see that. Holy shit. He sent he sent a viper, a Russell's viper on his wife at the age of 25. And it left her in the hospital for two months. While she recovered at her parents' home, the dude went out and got a king cobra and then threw it at his sleeping wife. The bite killed her, of course, and he was arrested for it. It's believed to be the first time someone was convicted of murder by using a snake as a weapon in India. How That guy is savage. Man, oh man. If at first you don't succeed, buy a King Cobra. He pled not guilty, but his phone records showed that he was in touch with snake handlers. And see, right there, they've got all the fucking calling records right there. I mean, fuck. They're India. They just open a door and go, hey, can we get this guy's calling record? Yes. Would you like to improve your your long-distance carrier? The dude even watched snake videos on the Internet before he threw the thing in there. He stayed in the room uh, as the cobra bit her and went about his morning routine the next day when alerted by the woman's mother. (laughs) I don't mean to laugh, but it is pretty goddamn funny. (laughs) If you think about it, Jesus, this guy is a fucking savage. This guy, man, well, I didn't get... you gave me snake that was no good first time. I want discount. Criminy sakes, dude. That is awesome. 
That is that is a way to get out of wedding there. You think that was one of those prearranged ones? Whew. Good golly. Now it was assault it was an assault cobra. Did he have a permit and a background check? They need to enforce common sense snake laws there. <laughs> All right, our final story of the day. Oh, where did this happen in California? I'm I'm trying to find it. Um All right, can't find it. Just somewhere in California. Stories about Shannon O'Connor. In Los Gatos, that's Southern California. Even though she was arrested in Idaho and is now facing extradition for 39 criminal counts. You're saying, well, what'd she do? What'd she do? Well, she decided that she was going to be the cool mom. That's right. And she hosted secret sex parties for her 15-year-old son's friends. She would hand out alcohol and condoms until they vomited and fell unconscious. Is she the one having sex with them? The mother is said to have kept the party secret from her husband and other parents. While 14 and 15-year-olds would get drunk, they would vomit, be unable to stand, and fall unconscious. She was at the party. She would buy vodka, fireball, and even watched and laughed while the teenage engaged in sex acts. No, 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 you don't put it there. Don't put it under her arm. As a parent, I'm shocked. As the DA, I'm determined to get a hold of those adults who endanger children fully accountable to the law and our community. That's a guy whose son was never invited to the parties. That's why he's upset. She was arrested as a fugitive in Idaho. She's accused of holding parties for her son and friends during an eight-month period. A 14-year-old alleged that she was uh, threatened with retaliation if she told anybody about these parties. At one of the parties, Miss O'Connor handed a boy a condom and pushed him into a room where a drunk 14-year-old girl was lying on the bed. Frightened, the girl ran and locked herself in the bathroom. At another party, Miss O'Connor took a boy to a room and left him with a girl who was also drunk. The girl was allegedly assaulted and that later confronted O'Connor over leaving her while she was extremely drunk. Like, why did you do me like that? Like, you knew he was going to do it to me. In yet another incident, she is accused of seeing a boy punching and kicking an intoxicated girl but did nothing to intervene. Well, this guy was mom of the year, isn't she? This is the kind of mom that you'd like to go to the party. You didn't want this to be your mom. You, yeah, you felt bad for her kids. But this is the house party that you always wanted to go to. Because who knows, mom might give up the cookie at some point. But her son, 
lucky kid, was a on the freshman football team at the time. Oh, that's so fantastic. I tell you this, though. This, this was the one thing. Like, when we would have house parties, like, growing up back in the day, when we didn't have social media, our social media was us calling our friends. Hey, you know, so-and-so's having a party tonight. Come on over. And then we'd call all of our friends and tell them, and then they'd call all their friends, and the party would get out of hand. The cops would show up and you'd get busted. But, hey, you got to drink for a little bit. Maybe even, you know, get a little uh, get a little action on the side. But I tell you this right now. There was nothing worse than showing up at a house party and the parents were still there. One time, it, we I'll tell you about two parties we went to here. And I'll end the show with the one of my all-time favorite stories. But I remember showing up at a wet and wild party. And, and there was a difference living here in Garland. There was a difference between a wet and wild party and a South Garland party. South Garland party, there would be a fight. Always at a party. Wet and wild parties, ne- I think there was one fight in the four years worth of parties that we threw. There was just one. And it, was, it wasn't anything either. So I show up at this wet and wild party. All my friends are there. You know, we're all partying. And I wasn't drinking that night because I had to work early the next morning. I showed up to the party, and this girl's mom and dad were there. And they walk out, and they're fucking boozing it up. And they're like, we need your keys. I'm like, I'm not drinking. Well, we need the keys anyway. I was like, okay, I'm leaving. And I left. Terrible party. But then there was the greatest moment ever where party terrorism took over a whole new level. If you don't know what party terrorism is, Tommy and I uh, were the jihadists behind it. We would show up at a party that we weren't invited to of an underclassman or somebody we didn't like. And what started out first as just stealing remote controls, because back in the day they didn't have universal remotes, so we would steal a remote control, and then like they would find out and they'd get pissed. You know, parents would find out the kid had a party, get pissed. So then we had to start taking it up a level. And we would take pictures out of picture frames and then put the picture frames back on the wall. Because nobody checks those, right? We would unpot plants, do all kinds of crazy shit. And, of course, I had a collection of remote controls. And then there was the night that we allowed our buddies Trent and Jay to join us. The buildup to this night was started on Wednesday when Tommy found out about a party that we were going to be going to. It was at our rival high school, Lakeview, and it was some freshman kid there that was throwing the party. He knew somebody that Tommy knew, and he had heard about it. So Tommy and I started working on the plan to steal all the beer from this party. It was a simple plan. (laughs) One that I made Tommy do all the work for. (laughs) So, (laughs) our buddy Jay and Trent went with us that night. And we didn't even go to the beer store because we wanted to steal all this beer because we heard there's going to be a a bathtub full of beer. Tommy had a big trash bag. He was just going to put it in there and take it out. So we show up to this party, and this party is hopping. 
It's all freshmen and sophomores at a rival high school. I didn't know anybody there except my four, three friends. Tommy's like, yo, man, where's the beer? They're like, beer's upstairs, bro. So we went. Tom, Tommy went upstairs to steal the beer. And that's when we went on our mission. Trent, Jay, and I went on our mission. Of course, I had a remote control in my pocket. Some pictures had been taken out of the frames. And then Jay goes, holy shit, check this out. I mean, it wasn't as good as Tommy's holy shit, which is the greatest holy shit in the world, which I cannot find now for some odd reason. Holy shit! That's Tommy's. Jay's wasn't quite that good. But he alerted us to the pool area. And out in the pool area, they had all this cast iron-like pool furniture. It's a nice big house. And as I walk outside, I see Trent and Jay throwing the chairs into the pool. I'm laughing, of course. And, of course, I have to take it up a notch. So I said, let's get the table. And it was one of those tables that had a glass top on it. it and, look, I know I know we're assholes. Before you, I, I know you guys are all sitting at your desk probably laughing your ass off right now, but thinking, wow, what a bunch of assholes. Yes, we were. So <laughs> as we pick up this table, the side door of the house opens, a door that we had never seen. And it's the dad. He's like, what the fuck is going on out here? Now, Jay, who was the smart one of the group, book smart wise, Jay was a genius. Jay thought on his toes real quick, and he said, sir, we're running off some kids that were throwing your stuff into the pool. We were trying to relax. This father bought it, said, okay, boys, thank you so much. Hey, come in my room and get some of the good stuff. We said, okay, we'll be in in just a second. As Trent and I were putting the table down, as soon as that door closed, that fucking table was in the pool. So we run inside, and he can't see us because it was dark out there. Go inside, we meet up with Tommy, and Tommy doesn't have the beer. And we're like, hey, where's the fucking beer, man? And he's like, no, no, I didn't steal it. And we're like, why? And he goes, it was Milwaukee's best. And I was like, okay, all right, that's that's fair because that's terrible beer. We didn't want to steal that. He goes, but I did get them. This is my favorite Tommy story of all time, or at least one of them. Tommy goes, <laughs> he goes, dude, I walked in that room, and I saw all that Milwaukee light, and I was like, shit, man, this sucks. Well, fuck it. I'm just going to piss on it. <laughs> it's in a bathtub. So he starts peeing on it, and some kid walked into the bathroom. And Tommy's like, yeah, man, the dude said, Hey, bro, you're pissing on the beer. And Tommy, who was quick on his feet, goes, Oh, dude, I'm sorry. I'm so fucked up. The kid reached in to the piss-covered beer, grabbed one, said, Oh, it's no big deal, bro. It'll still get you fucked up. Popped it open and drank. So... As we're about to leave, 
the dad walks out of the back room and he's yelling at his son. And this is one of those parties that the dad let the son throw. You could tell these people were probably getting divorced. And dad wants to be the cool guy. And he's like, Jimmy, Jimmy, you got to get all these fucking kids out of here. They're throwing the fucking pool furniture in the pool. Where's that goddamn picture? It was in my back pocket. <laughs> so we go outside so dad can't see us. And this guy notices Tommy and recognizes Tommy from somewhere. And Tommy's like, let's just go. And we had some friends from that high school show up that were seniors like us. And we're like, don't worry. They were there, too, to steal the beer. And that's when Tommy decided to do the whole Coke and leg drop on a kid like six times. Oh, it was fantastic. It was one of the best nights ever. But, yes, those were the kind of parties. And I hated when parents were there. So there you go. All right, that's going to do it for the show today, everybody. Thank you so much for being here on this Friday Eve. That's right, tomorrow is Friday. Tomorrow we have nothing but cover songs that are going to be played and the Mount Rushmore of Gay. So you don't want to miss that. Uh, Please remember that uh, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until then, y'all have a fantastic Thursday, and adios, everybody. San Antonio Everything that I got Is just what I've got on When that sun is high In that Texas sky I'll be bucking at the county fair Amarillo by morning Amarillo I'll be there They took my saddle in Houston Broke my leg in Santa Fe Lost my wife and a girlfriend Somewhere along the way But I'll be looking for eight when they pull that gate And I hope that judge ain't blind Amarillo by morning Amarillo's on my mind Amarillo by morning Up from San
the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going to go get late. Goodbye. See you tomorrow. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.